the Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. So what was it that we, we had said? Do you remember? Do you remember what I told you? So just save for the podcast that we were just talking about? Yeah, hang on. Do you remember? Barely. Oh, yeah, my friend who fell for the Nigerian scam. Yeah, he fell for a Nigerian brother. scam. By the way, this is Ari Shafir, ladies and gentlemen. And Ari I Shafir's guess. new comedy special drops today. Passive Aggressive. Where can you get it? You can go to AriTheGreat.com. You can also go to AriShafir.com. Look, at that's the Jew in him. See how excited he got <laughs> This is what I did all marketing? morning. This is what I did all morning. I think Kevin B this morning. I said hi. Oh, cool. This, this guy's great. Yeah. Yeah, they're way cooler. And I thought, you know. Oh, really? You didn't yeah. think they were going to be cool? Well, I just didn't know. Anytime you tell me somebody's been in business for 30 years, I just assume that means conservative right. and they're not going to like me. Yeah, you assume they're old and that they're like just out of touch, right? Yeah, something. Living yeah. that soft world of radio. I yeah, I just look at them as adults or something. It's like you've been in something. I don't know. As opposed to yourself. Yeah, or just 37 people that are like years old. Shit. No, people yeah. think of you as an adult, you fuck. I guess you so. Know, you're like middle-aged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not even grown up. You're, not, you're middle-aged, you fuck. I live like such a slob. Yeah, you're middle-aged if you're lucky. If you're lucky, you live to be 72, 73 years old. That's pretty good. I hope I don't get black mold. It'll just stay there like Yeah, so if you long. got black mold. <laughs> it would be the end of me. There would be no cleaning. They definitely should do studies on my body afterwards to see what happens for prolonged use. Yeah, they would, mold. they would look at your apartment alone and say, this motherfucker is like, he's, uh, he's a study. Yeah. He's just studying what, what, the body can, what the body can deflect. There's like 18 different toxins in his <laughs> hand. How did it all hold off? So I what was... happened with your cousin? Your cousin got busted by the Nigerians? My friend's uh, brother was, uh, started getting real cunty to everybody and saying, um, uh, you'll see real soon. I won't have to take this shit anymore from you. Whoa. And just started being like an asshole. And like, what's your story? Like, uh, I got a plan going. I'm going to be really rich really soon. Um, and he was he was in contact with this Nigerian prince <laughs> who was trying to get out but needed someone to transfer the money to for a reward. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> like the scam. He fell for the scam. How long ago was this? Five or six years ago. Not long enough where it's like you must have been the first one to find out about it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Tim's little brother. It's what's hilarious is that he started getting douchey first. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how you're reacting to this money. Did you see him like told being told like the whole thing? Like, did you see? No, him? he just told us about it later. But you know the way like Eddie Bravo when you convince him you were getting ten grand when he was getting ten grand, he was super nice to you. He goes, Brian, you're about to come into some money. <laughs> like that's a nice way person's way of reacting to it. Yeah. And then this guy's like, Hey, fuck you, bitches! I'm about to be out of here. Can you imagine if that guy actually hit the lottery? What a cunt he would be. There's <laughs> yeah. some people that are like that. They're like undercover cunts, and they're they're just ready to just like find a reason. Like they've been thinking I like shitty about everybody for a longest time. Yeah, yeah. they just wait for that. One opportunity to express themselves. They book some yeah. sitcom. I got it now, you fucks. Yeah, that happens with uh, with actors. Yeah, you know, we were to Melissa Etheridge and I were talking about that yesterday about people who make it and then once they make it, they just just act like everybody owes them. Just yeah, douchey. Yeah, not like pulled away. Just acts like an ass. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what it is. Undercover cunts. Is that? Yeah, they're like undercover that. cunts. Yeah, that's so. Uh, when like. When someone would be like, I would smell something, and somebody says, "Oh, he's a good guy." I'm like, "He's an undercover cop. <laughs> yeah. He's just he's waiting <laughs> in the wings, waiting for that moment <laughs> yeah. where he has the control, 
you know. And he's just he's that guy in the movie that you know locks the door and the monsters go and eat all the people that were outside. You know, like, I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> like you still have time. He's like twenty, weak bitch. thirty yards away. Yeah. Opening. Ah. Meanwhile, the monster's in his room and he doesn't realize it. <laughs> it always gets him. In the, mo- yeah. in the movie, that guy always gets jacked. Right. That's um I, Paul Reiser in Aliens. You remember? What did he do in Aliens? Paul Reiser's best role was not uh, not about you, not about Jews. Paul Reiser's <laughs> best role was. When he was the bad guy in Aliens, he should have quit right there. Cause that that mad about you was just death. he went from comic to Aliens to then sitcom. Yeah, and he was really good in Aliens. He's a oh. really good actor. What was he like in? He's uh... a, he was a douchebag in the movie. He was just like this guy no. who was like ass kissy guy who came from this company. But then, as the reality of these aliens oh, yeah. gets revealed, he's on this other planet. As the reality of these aliens gets revealed, he just becomes more and more mercenary. And then, uh, you know, at the end, like. I don't want to give out any spoiler alerts, but he get his, <laughs> yeah. you know, he get his. If it's been 30 years, you can go ahead and yeah. spoil it. Well, he gets fucked. If you've never seen Aliens, it's awesome. But don't get it in Blu-ray. Why? Because Why? the special effects were not designed for Blu-ray. Oh, really? So when you look at, there's a scene where um, Sigourney Weaver is being taken towards like, where this like ship is. Yeah. And they have the ship. And it looks like shit. It's because you have that true motion thing. No, 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 no. You don't understand. Uh, I mean, it looks like shit because it looks like a painting. Yeah, I know. But do you have that uh-huh. true motion shit on? Dude, it's sitting there. It's it's a painting. Oh. I mean, it is a painting. What's true motion? The, what it is is, look, they put a backdrop yeah. on some sets. Instead of creating the actual this thing. massive environment, uh-huh. instead of doing that, they'll make this huge canvas and paint this canvas a realistic like fighter jet. Well, to, in a regular resolution film of the time of like 1984 or something like that, whatever it was, when Aliens came out, that was fine. They would just put that up and it yeah. would look great. And it really did look great in those movies. It was dark and dimly lit. But in Blu-ray, you see every pixel and you see that stupid painting. I'm like, I'm supposed to think that's a spaceship? Like, all of a sudden, the movie sucks. Like, right away, I'm like, this, this movie sucks now. I'm looking at this stupid fucking painted spaceship. Like, what do you think? I'm a baby? What, am, uh, what is this? You I know when they were doing it, somebody was like, people can tell when they film this, right? Like, nah, technology's not that good. Yeah. We'll be fine for 30 years, easy. Well, True Motion does that with a lot of movies also. Well, it true makes, motion. True Motion makes movies look fake. Yeah. But like, that's like not. Like, you could see, like, the... The detail of like, yeah. like, oh, that's just an old wall in some office, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, like, or how it's filmed, you could just see the acting too much. Oh, or right. you see you so know? many frames per second that it becomes really, it becomes really realistic. And you, you like, you, you know, you ever notice how like film things are like softer? It's like, yeah. The yeah, video and everything. Videos like you know, like a video on your cell phone when you're drunk and you make it, you know, it's fucking harsh. Yeah, you know, it's really harsh. The lighting's really harsh. Well, that's what this is. It's like. It's better, really. It's like you see things for what they really are, but unfortunately, what they really are is not that good. Like when I was on uh, news radio, the sitcom, they were just starting to use HD. And one of the things they said, this is the 90s. News radio started in 94 and it ended in 99. Uh And um, one of the things they said was that they're going to have HD and these actresses are fucked. Oh, yeah, because they're going to see their their mistakes. They're going to see what they really look like. Yeah. Because if they make you up right and they, you know, they do your lips and they put you in their soft lights and you're on a, a regular, you can look pretty goddamn good when you don't look good. When you see them in real life, they don't have like good skin or they're, you know, a lot of times they yeah. can really doctor you up amazing. And so what the do they do days. now? 
Now they're fucked. The girls have to be better looking. Oh, <laughs> they just can't fake it anymore. Yeah, I mean, people are used to really graphic, high resolution porn. You know, where you see every zit on the girl's ass, and you know, and oh yeah, the, 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 the people are into. So it's like you know, they're into um, what they call uh, cream pieing, yeah. which is they come inside it's you. One and of the first they, things Yoshi gave me. Ice cream pie five. Squirt the come out uh-huh. but it's like that's what people are into they're into like super detailed like really the bubble and the sperm disgusting yeah exactly yeah, why would I say that? yeah why would you like <laughs> bubbles like like a straw with chocolate milk <laughs> ew oh. bubbles sperm bubbles ooh I, I have that projector screen now. It's, it's like a 130-inch TV in my living room. So my, my living room now is just like couch and wall TV. That's like, awesome, though, It's, isn't it's it? really awesome. You're, that's like the full got, entertainment Your old room is humongous. No, yeah. this is like that. If that wow. whole wall is just a TV. Yours is bigger Jesus. than the one that I used to have at my house. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like movies, like small to, movie theater. Do you have to turn your head back and forth in order to... No, you just kind of feel like you're in the movie at a point. But... Uh, I can, oh, and so I had watched Blu-ray porn on it, uh, and it was so disturbing because not only was the vagina taller than me <sighs> in, life, in real life, but it was just like every single little detail, like freckle, and they're like yeah, it, was, it looked like there was like some yellow stuff coming out. At one point. Oh. <laughs> Wait, would you freeze framed it and walked up to it? No, I didn't. No, I just was, he came was looking at it. it. <laughs> <laughs> he got he came out of vagina bigger than him. Oh, oh, it's up really... and down. It. Oh. Have you taken pictures of yourself? Have you not taken pictures of yourself next to a giant vagina? Uh, not yet. You it should be doing that immediately. Hundred inches is pretty fucking big, and, dude. and it's really disturbing watching like 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 violent porn, like Asa Akira or something like that, because that's just like so hardcore, so oh. big. It's it gives you like heart palpitations. You feel like you need a yeah, helper. I'm really. <laughs> not into that shit. I'm not into that hardcore stuff As at all. Yeah. I'm not into hurt. I'm not into watching like violent porn, like like the hurting people, slapping people, yeah. gagging them, and shit like that. Like, I don't get that. You yeah. know, I see plenty of violence. I don't connect violence <laughs> and sex. Yeah. You know, nobody you sees more violence than me. <laughs> You're right there. It's pretty. It's pretty rare that a human being in all of history has seen more guys get the fuck beat out of them than me. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of violence, and uh, I don't like it in my porn. Yeah. <laughs> I no like it in a while. No, I like head kicks inside the octagon or the Muay Thai ring. I do not like. There's no porn getting... with head kicks, are there? Sure, there is. That'd be yeah. like another level. There's a porn. There's some more than one. There was one that Tyler Knight fought in, our buddy that was on the podcast at one point in time. If you just watch jujitsu at half speed, it's pretty hot. <laughs> half speed. <laughs> I don't think that's the porn he was talking about. I think he's talking about guys and girls. But what they did was uh, these guys fought. They fought it out, and the winner got to fuck the girls. Oh. So they had like real fights. In the what? Cage. Yeah, yeah. Dude's got What organization out. was that called? Well, um, I don't know. They made it up, man. It's some fucking porn. <laughs> porn fight but one conference. of them was this dude, Aaron Brink, who was uh, an MMA guy who turned to porn and, and started. But so he was like a real fighter. And so he beat the shit out of Tyler. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what Tyler agreed to that. 
It's, he's crazy, though. Tyler's he nuts. He wanted to fuck that girl. Yeah, Tyler had, like, a boxing well, match you, you, with Mario Lopez. Really? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's strange. Wait, he's so you got to fuck right after you win yeah. the match? Well, I don't know. Maybe they give you a little break and some Gatorade. <sighs> God, seriously. Yeah. Well, if the girl's hot and you're really horny and you get a quick KO, maybe you'll be pumped up yeah. with jizz. The spoils of your victory? Yeah. You live like a, yeah, but people have to watch and like, put a camera in your face and shit and get all comfortable. Oh, yeah. While you're coming, there's other men in the room staring at you. Oh, and you're like, guys, come on, let me shower. Damn it! <laughs> Why are you in here? I'm watching me do this. Yeah. <laughs> I did some web video once, and I had, it was in a porno like academy. You had to learn how to be a porno guy. And that oh, little, that was, it was like a, a parody. Yeah, and that slave from um, from Borat, not Borat, Bruno. Remember the little slave he had in the beginning? I didn't see Bruno. Oh, really? No. Wow. How could you never see it? Oh, you should have saw it. You love Borat so yeah, much. Yeah, no, really I, good. I, I did love Borat. I have it. I have it on DVD. I, know what you, I do that sometimes with movies. I'm like, nah. I, just I never just happened. Never it took to me it. forever to see Tropical Thunder, but I fucking loved it. Yeah. It took me forever to see it. It took me years. Like, Eddie Bravo would say, you haven't seen it yet. You still haven't fucking seen it yet. I'm like, dude, I haven't seen it yet. You got to see it, man. You got to see it. You got to see it. You got to see it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Was this the painting, the alien ship? No, 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 no. It was uh, Inside the Hangar. And um, they were uh, walking up to one of their ships inside the hangar. And it looked fake as fuck. It was hilarious. I was I paused it. I was like, that looks like shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the, the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park looked bad on HD. Oh, did you think so? Yeah. I didn't think so. I the, Well, I only saw the T-Rex film, um, the T-Rex footage. I was flipping it through it the other night. Oh, really? It was yeah, the T Rex when it first came over that fence. Yeah. God damn, that was a great scene. That was one of the greatest monster movie scenes yeah. ever. When they realized that the electric fence was off. Oh fuck. And yeah. then they heard that thing stomp. And you see the glass, like the wiggle in the glass when the thing stomps. Yeah. Boom. Like, oh no. And then it comes over the fucking top. You're like, what? Remember that they're driving away from it and it's running after them? Yeah. God damn it. Who just Although told they this? don't think the T-Rex really moved that fast. Really? Yeah. The, the new speculation, I think, is that T-Rex is more of a scavenger than anything. Oh, really? Oh. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, and they, they, even speculate, they even speculate that T-Rex might have had vulture-like coloring. You know, because we don't have any idea what their coloring was, their yeah. true coloring. We just kind of guess. They could be, you know, like look at like some of the the variation in lizards. It's amazing. Some One of your of fans just swapped together a video of the uh, T Rexes with different types of coloring to the song "True Colors" <laughs> by Cindy Lauper. I see your true. We slow down down jujitsu by by half. <laughs> I need to uh, find out what this uh, what these uh, photos of this fucking T Rex looked like because I'm pretty sure that they they believe that T Rex was uh, a scavenger. Tate just told me about some T shirt. That um, showed the T Rex doing push ups. <laughs> and it's just. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a T Rex. It's on Facebook, he said. Oh. It's like a photo that's going around. The T Rex's face is like his nose is touching, <laughs> touching but his arms can't touch the ground. <laughs> yeah, can't it's do pretty push-ups. ridiculous. <laughs> T Rex scavenger looked like that shirt. While we're looking this up, uh, why don't you take an opportunity to go get my new special, Passive Aggressive? And where can they get it? Can they get it at AriTheGreat.com? Yeah, you can find the link there, the banner right at the top, or you can go straight to chill.com slash Ari Shafir. Do you have a fo- um, a um, uh, on your – do you have AriShafir.com's website as well? Uh-huh, yeah. So you'll now – does it transfer? Ari same, yeah, Ari same Great? place. Same place or so, vice versa. Yeah. See, this is um, the new images of T-Rex. They wanted him to be – they think he's more likely red. 
Oh. Like a vulture. This is like some scientist speculation. Well, I saw it though. Um, Some scientists have speculated this, whether they're right or not. Wow, who's trying to find out new stuff about dinosaurs? There's dudes that are obsessed with dinosaurs, man. They're completely obsessed. Do you think Jurassic Park is like their all-time like boner movie? Oh yeah, but you know, the real issue Being important. The real issue with like a, a something like a Jurassic Park, yeah, is that it seems like something we would do. Yeah, yeah, it really does. It seems like something we should do. <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, the only reason why I say yes is because you see, you ever see that Apache helicopter footage? The shit that they can do with those things now. Uh-huh. The dinosaurs would be fucked if we really wanted oh, yeah. to jack them. Yeah, we just fly around. We'd cut those bitches out of the sky like it was nothing. Just make a few T Rexes, cut their balls off on their babies. Make a few. Control the environment. Can't breathe. Guys, the electricity is not going to go off. You end up getting four or five generators. And even if it does, we just make a bomb and drop it on them. Yeah. With a glider. People die Disney every every couple of years, I'm sure. Maybe. <clears throat> more people die from hammers than guns, Ari. Did you yeah, know that? I've heard that. Yeah, a lot more. Hundreds more. More people die from hammers than guns. Hammers are a very effective way to kill people that are close to you. <sighs> they're right there. If they're near you, you can whack them with a hammer. With so the backside, too? Whatever side. You're going right to kill through. them. You're not trying to be polite. Yeah. I wouldn't use the claw. If I was going to kill you with a hammer, I'd just let you know right now. I would only use the flat part because it seems like a gentlemanly thing. To how do. many? How many of those do you think are people just trying to hit somebody over the head with a hammer to knock them out? Mm. Or most of them are probably them and then realize as soon I as you hit, like, oh, skull m- crush. Most yeah. murders are murders on purpose. <laughs> and I'm trying to kill you. Half yeah. of them were done by MC Hammer. You think so? Do you guys think you could ever kill somebody? What could you? Yeah. You Under certain like circumstances, who? what do you I don't, don't think you could? No, I think I could. Of course you could. Yeah. Yeah. I can see I totally think doing it's been Ari. pretty much proven that human beings can kill human beings under the right circumstances. Ari's going to yeah. kill me. Look at those. Oh, well, you know, and you should, fuck you out should you, be able to. You should be able to if if it's if you have to. Yeah. I mean, it's not something that you would want to do in life, but say if you were with a girl and all of a sudden some guy attacked the girl yeah. and was going was gonna to kill her, yeah. wouldn't you attack him and try to kill him? You would yeah. try to save your friend, or would you run away like a little girl and just piss all over your pants and scream and try to call the cops and not intervene? <laughs> It could be it could be Maybe. that could happen but too. If a guy was trying to beat your girl up and you were absolutely sure you could kick his ass and you had yeah. a bat in your hand, and you're like, Go you would do just something. club that guy over the head with a bat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when and if he died, you would have killed so him. So be it. Yeah. Right. See, you're very capable of killing a person. Yeah. Let's go kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we have the greatest game of all? Well, Joe? the real problem, Ari, with killing people is yeah. that it's a power issue, and the real power issue—it's not that like logically you shouldn't kill some people. Yeah. The only the logical reason to kill people is the people that are doing something really awful to the human race, whether it's pedophilia, whether it's murder, whether it's you know, yeah. There's you know, fill in the blank with whatever you horrific kill somebody. human crime against humanity. Those people. There's a very good argument for removing them from society. Yeah. But then the problem becomes, like, who gets to choose? And that's what where, like, you kill just for jealousy. comes from. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, people kill for a lot of kill for robberies. They kill for a lot of reasons. Yeah. I knew a dude who killed, um, a, girl from, uh, killed a guy from money. Do you think you'd kill somebody if they were just going to find out you were doing something and you were going to, by them living, you were going to have to go to jail for 20 years? Whoa. You know, you probably shouldn't have done whatever the fuck would put you in jail. I know, definitely shouldn't have, but here we are. Depends on what kind of a person he is. He looked, he looked kind of like a little bit chubby, kind of looked like he had a snarky face, undercover <clears throat> cunt. Oh, I'd kill him. 
but he would come off. <laughs> Kill him with a rock. But he didn't actually, like, do anything wrong, but he just looks yeah. like someone you wouldn't like. It's a rat. Let him drown. <laughs> a rat gets with a rat gets. What is it? What's that I, saying? I don't know. Snitch. Uh, was it Donnie Brasco? Fuck, I don't remember. I don't remember. Snitches get their bitches. <clears throat> Snitches get their bitches? Mm-hmm. Um, no, Brian. That's not. You're just talking. <laughs> it's a gang of people you're just who snitch. Talking. You're like a That's their greatest weapon is snitching. Are you going to be like this when you're 55? Uh, I'm really curious. I'm to right, see I chose the evolution. soul that I. Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> you chose this life. You chose this position. I think when you're 55, you're going to act like a 30 year old. Yeah. You <laughs> like think he's going to move up to 30 like, that quickly? Yeah. Think about in his normal time life. 17 years. Yeah, but if you uh, looked yeah. at it all and did it in dog years, yeah. he's about eight. You really, you really just have a slow, a slow moving uh, progeria. That's what you've got. It's <laughs> <laughs> just really slow acting. Your body is withered away while your, your insides are still 14. But no, he's 38 and he looks like he's 25. Right. He looks pretty young. I mean, he's 38 years old. Look at his face. Oh, he's yeah. fairly young looking. I don't know what people look like. He does. He looks young. He looks very good for, right for 25 years old. Puffy. Puffy. Yeah, I slept on cat hair last. If the kid got in shape, he'd be oh, handsome as fuck. He's got good genes as far as keeping his face together. Yeah, it's not bad. Look good with the beard. But the reality is, he's emotionally eight years old. <laughs> 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 but it works. It works. You know. I mean, like, who's to say how you should live this life? It's fucking. I'll temporary. do it. It's temporary, Ari. Oh. Right? Oh, you should be the one. <laughs> yeah, if we were wondering, <laughs> I'm totally down. We should, we should start with I love you. Love that. We should start with you and examine examine your your behavior at the TSA. <laughs> oh yeah, all right. I heard that you you won't take off your shoes now, which is something that you never did with me. I that I remember. Nope. Is this something new? Didn't think of it. I've been set free by my association with other people. What happens? What What are you doing? Who, your association Brendan, with other people? Uh, not Brendan. Uh, Brent Weinbach. He's such a germaphobe. He can't take off his shoes. Right. And I flew with him to San Francisco. I was like, how do you not do it? He goes, I have a medical condition. What's your medical condition? He goes, if they ask, I just say something in Latin. I just say a couple of Latin syllables and they say fine. But they're not supposed to ask. And I was like, and then you don't have to take your shoes off? He goes, no, they just have to like swab it a little bit. And then, um, and then uh, and he goes, I like them patting me down too. I like the way it feels like a hug. That's what Brent Weinbach says. You're a creepy son of a bitch, Ari. That's well, what Brent Weinbach says. Ari didn't say that. He said the other guy. <laughs> yeah, but saying. that's why he's doing it. Because he wants a little hug. No, no. What he wants to do, he wants an opportunity to complain. And he gets super shitty with these people. Yeah. So he got super shitty with the one guy in in L.A., but that guy was pretty easy going. But then he got super shitty. That's what they ask me. I say, I can't do it. Medical condition. Okay, go this way. Okay. If they say, are you opting out? I was like, I don't know what that means. And I say, do you not want that? Or do you want a pat down? I go, no, I don't want a pat down, but I'm not doing that thing. So what are my options? Are you just trying to be Larry David? No, I'm just trying to not let them take away these freedoms from me without going down with a little bit of a fight. I see what they're doing. They're just harassing us. And I don't want to just let them do it. They're not harassing us. But we can – hold on. We can go back to what what, uh, the fun I was doing. But what – well, no. Let's go back to – it all originates from this. It originates from this this opinion that you have that they're harassing you. Yeah, they're just bothering everyone. It's just some giant bureaucracy. Right, but they it, don't run efficiently in any way. But they've had a lot of issues with planes and terrorism. I mean, they really have. There's, uh-huh. There really was an asshole who tried to light a shoe on fire. There was. Uh, yeah. There, there really was the, the asshole who got through TSA. Yeah, and the shoe bomber through. who got through TSA. Yeah, that's why they, they started caught? taking your shoes off. Who to have X-ray they caught? Uh, 
I don't know if they've caught but anybody. But their heads in the range of do zero you know people. If they've caught anybody? No, they haven't. They they show all these these weapons they've confiscated and stuff, knives yeah. and such. That's just I got one confiscated from me before. It's, it's not like keychain. You forget about it. That's what they confiscate. Nobody, you, nobody who's trying sure to. This? Yeah, that's what have the studies show. Have you researched show. this? Yeah, they, they caught on. somebody I mean, no as much as I can. Yeah, they caught somebody recently that I remembered uh, that was had like a whole plot to take down a plane and stuff like that. Uh, Intelligence probably stops them. Yeah, I think that's you're you're confusing the FBI and the CIA. Yeah. What TSA well, the does? CIA is Central Intelligence Agency. That's supposed they're just to deal a with, large crooked organization, that's and they just foreign shit, right? And they the just FBI is the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Yeah. Is that how it works? I yeah, don't know. but all right. Don't you think maybe just like, hey, I'll just take off my shoes and walk through this machine and go like this, and that's mm-hmm. cool. I'm done. And instead absolutely. of having to deal with it and and just be an asshole to somebody that's just doing their yeah, job. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hold on. Let me back up on on. Uh, let me get back to someone's just doing their job. But yes, it is. It would be way easier just to take off my shoes and go through it and be quiet. But I saw it one day. I was on a pot cookie, obviously, and I was looking at them. I had like an hour till my plane took off, and I was looking at them, just stopping everyone and each and every person having to go through that scanner, the old scanner where you had to raise your hand. Right. And now, again, the new scanner, you have to raise your hand. It looks like they're conditioning us. They're well, putting in these they, checkpoints. Ari? Who are they? If they, if they found the United a guy States government. With a, if they found a guy with his fucking shoe or the bomb packed in his shoe, and that, uh-huh. that guy could have been on your plane if they don't check – yeah. And someone goes in with a bomb in their fucking shoe and blows you out of the sky. Yeah. Then what? Yeah. That's do you, do that's, you not that's, think that's, that's that obviously there's the way. a deterrent? Now. Do you mm-hmm. not think that there's a deterrent for bringing aboard bombs and bringing aboard really dangerous shit on, that could take down a plane mm-hmm. by checking people's bags? And you're not allowed to say you walk on that plane because it's, yes, that absolutely. it's, it's, abs- it's an absolute deterrent. It's, okay. it's an absolute deterrent. But that doesn't excuse that this is not the right way to deter it. Okay. How do you think that they should check your bag? Um, I think they should. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, but I will tell you this: that I have read this that, that those those things don't even check for those types of explosives. The yeah. X-rays. Yes, they do. The X-rays. Yes, they do. X-rays test for they plastic explosives. C four is a, it's it's got a very unique way it looks. It looks like a big brick of clay. And if you have C four, if you have anything that looks yeah. remotely like that, they do a secondary check. You know, you, for you to say yeah, maybe. there's no reason. If they weren't, no, no, there is a reason. There is a deterrent. I just don't think they're they're organized in any way, and I don't well, like the, what they're doing. Why? Because they're people. The checkpoints. What this yeah. is what this there's is. There's sixty five thousand corrupt people, corruptible people, corruptible, but they're also just people that are there for a job that exists because there's a need. And the need is to make sure that people don't go on planes with fucking bombs because people are crazy assholes. And a lot of people are willing to do something like that and blow themselves up and kill a bunch of people because it's terrorism and because it scares the fuck out of people and because it has a lot of value politically, obviously. With us, to a lot of value to blow people out of the sky. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to prove your point. You know, yeah. the I don't think we should check for them. Well, then you have to be checked. But I don't think we have to give up our civil liberties in order to stop um, what may happen. Ari, you're not giving. Weren't up they able to do this beforehand? You're getting checked. You're making sure that you're. Yeah, when they were able they're to do it before, you. then and then they found taking, out and did it and did some shit, x-rays, blew some people up. Yes, there's a and bunch they of, said, "Okay, we have to stop that now. Let's be a little more stringent." With, who blew some people up? The people who were in 9/11 who flew fucking planes in the, the towers, the hijackers. hijackers. Yeah, they hijacked yeah. the plane. They didn't blow it up, but they hijacked the plane. Absolutely. Okay, one of them blew up, but they think that I was actually the United States government that blew that fucker from the sky. Flight 93. They said it went down. Yeah. yeah well, actually, Rumsfeld said it was shot. Was Rumsfeld or 
one of them said it was, I believe it was Rumsfeld yeah. said it was shot from the sky. And then corrected and himself. Went down. Yeah. yeah, they shot that fucking thing down. They 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 even had the eyewitnesses who saw a military jet scrambling after that plane. Have you seen them fucking harass people in wheelchairs? Yeah, you know why are? Have you seen them fucking you know why steal shit left because and right? Because they are just people. Yeah, and you get a wide variety with people. You get competent people and you get incompetent. Untrained. People. They're not trained well. Well, for them I, to be in charge of you, I agree. You can't say that's that a blanket lot, statement. They I make twelve fifty to fourteen fifty an hour. They're not trained. There's no training process for them. It's so small. That's not like a cop. We have to go through a whole. That? I've researched it a little bit. I agree. They that don't. A lot they don't have. They don't have like guilty. any firearm training. There's nothing they do like a police officer does. They don't. They don't really know how, what the code is. They never none of them agree at all. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because there's they're no just money people. And here's why: it's a giant bureaucracy. And at this point, they cannot pare it down. They cannot make it more efficient. Yeah, but, but being an asshole to somebody you. that's working, that's that asshole to, to someone who's job. running checkpoints if, on other people. Yeah, but he that's his job. If that's you don't not, like, but that's you don't not like good, it, you don't but, attack okay, the, the, the okay, employees. The, that yes, would, you do. Here's why. Just because someone's paying you to do something does not excuse that behavior. Good or bad, this case or another case. But someone paying you to do something is not an excuse for behavior. Whether, no matter what it is. I think we're dealing with some Holocaust share here. Yeah. Ari's got some I mean, Holocaust you don't want to jump straight to that, but let's just say it was paranoia. something else. Yeah, absolutely. It looks exactly like that. Why are we raising our hands? Why are we taking shit <laughs> off? Because they're checking you for bombs. For underwear right? bombs again. Nice. They're checking Weapons. you for things that's what the, that you That's what the use. fucking radar thing is for, or whatever it's called, the x-ray thing. Ari... That's why they're what, checking you. It's just what a are you better, talking about? It's you're, better. You're what are the screeners? Sense. When you're going through yeah. a screen, what about the X-rays that they used to use and they sometimes use what now? What used to use? What X-rays? The X-rays. The uh, X, the box. The same thing yeah. you're talking about. Well, those have more radiation. No, no. But what what happened to them? They still use them sometimes. They started using this other thing because it's a visual imagery. It works better. You can actually see where the problem the issue is. If someone's wearing a vest or something like that, yeah, and you know the vest isn't metal. And you go through a metal detector. Wait, hold on. What? If the vest isn't metal. Look, my watch doesn't go off in metal detectors. Yeah. Okay? Look uh -huh. at it all. It's, it's metal. metal. Go right through it's metal not a detectors. Ari, it's yeah. metal. A fucking bomb and a switch isn't a weapon either. But yeah. if you have a bomb and a switch on, you likely, it would be easier for you to go through a metal detector than it would to yeah. go through one of those scanner things. When you're holding your hands up, they could see if you have gum wrappers in your pocket, yeah. okay? It's no joke. Those, those machines are incredible. Yeah. I, I had a dime, and it told me, he's like, yeah. do you have something in your right pocket? I'm like, no. And I'm like, I'm like oh, yeah, there's a little dime in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I had pills in my pocket once, and they yeah. said, uh, what's in your pocket? And I was like, something, and they said, take it out. And I was like, no. Well, you're supposed to take it out so they know that you don't have anything that could blow up I a fucking I had pills plane. in my pocket. I had right. fucking boner pills you, in my pocket. You, I didn't feel like taking them out in front okay. of everyone at the airport. You know that that's But we're giving up had. these. Yeah. Well, you know that's what you had in your pocket. Yeah. What if you had a stick of C4? And what if you sat near a fucking exit door and blew your fucking brains out? I understand and punched that. a hole in the plane. But that's not what's happening. They're not catching anyone doing those things. I don't know that. And I don't think you know that either. They're not There's, catching anyone doing those things. Well, here's the, the, the deal. Citing national security concerns, the TSA will not point to any specific cases in which a screener stopped a would-be terrorist at a checkpoint. You know, they don't need the, to check us for the, the liquids anymore. You can just pretty much carry through Why do you water. Because I think either their, their, their detector thing, the, the, the belt either recognizes it, they have the technology to do that, or they no longer think that's a threat in any they, way. I, I don't think that's As of three correct. years ago. I think unless they're using some other equipment, I don't see how you could see I don't know either, explosives. but they can do it.
the old guy who ran the TSA said that. Oh, wow. Said, but because it's hard to, the guy who used to be the head of the TSA said it. And so he Are said, you going to completely discount what he said? Well, I didn't know what you were talking about. You said the old guy who ran the TSA. I thought you were talking about somebody you met. Okay. I didn't know you met the guy who ran the The head TSA. of the TSA said that what, what three years ago. What was the exact quote? I don't have the exact quote okay. in my head. Well, what is the exact statement? Is he saying that you can detect he's saying, he's with saying, regular the thing when they send your bag through, they can just detect explosive liquids? Either there or in the other one. Seems and so like we don't need that anymore. If it's a visual, but he thing, goes, it's it too, it would be like... too much work to change it, so no one's bothered to change it because hmm. it's such a big corporation of sixty-five thousand employees. This army has um, uh, that they just won't change it, right? Huh. So again, we can't do stuff, and the the, the excuse is always like, "Well, if you don't like it, don't fly," or you you make some statement like, "Well, you know, planes are are flying out of the sky." They're blowing up planes left and right. You don't want planes being blown up, do you? So if you're in, 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 in favor of any sort of like these guys are taking it too far, then you're in favor of planes blowing up, they which is actually, not the case. Yeah, but they actually have busted people, it turns out. They busted a guy named Kevin Brown, a U.S. Army veteran who was uh, trying to check luggage containing pipe bombs. <laughs> this crazy motherfucker had pipe bomb making materials in his luggage. He was trying to put together a pipe bomb. Yeah. That was recent, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't. Was, he was trying to check it. Uh, yeah, he was checking a pipe bomb. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, imagine if they didn't have that security, though, especially with all the recent school shootings and shit like that. It yeah. seems like if they got rid of it, we, it would just open up. You don't get more, rid of it. You got to definitely it. go back to the old way, and you definitely got to lock the cockpit door and tell them not well, to we, open it for any reason. What's the old way? What is the issue? What issue? Well, do what did we have? do in two thousand? Two thousand. What did we do there for security? Well, whatever they did, it didn't work to detect box cutters. Yeah. So we should figure out what they're doing now that's different and then figure out if you really want to criticize it. What it is is it's, it's Here's a what I'm against not checking people for bombs and for things that are going to try to kill people on a plane and take down a plane. That's fine. Box cutters, but they've proven over again. You can get those on now. You can still get those on. They've okay. Over and over someone's again, incompetent. That. But that's not the fault of the people that have arranged this system. I'm saying it doesn't really work for what would have happened. What would have worked is just lock the cockpit door. Right. And, that they, and they do that now. Uh, yeah. That's a new thing they've learned. Yeah. For but, the most part, that's problem so solved. That's solved 9-11, the so way you, they did it there. So you agree that they have to check your bags to make sure you don't have bombs? Yeah, check something. Okay. So what do you have a problem with specifically that you get so riled that up? That it's a 65,000-person army that has control over us. That can tell you, come with me, open up that, let everyone look at you. They can, they can push uh, people that have no legs. They can, they can embarrass old ladies. And think, we have to do what they say. They can steal our belongings and we have to do what they say. And there's just an untrained random dudes that are doing that, that are making us raise our hand like we're under arrest. And I just don't like it. I don't like it. It's just gross. The whole thing is gross. No one likes it. No one goes there and goes, thank God these guys are doing their job. We reacted under, under a time of intense, intense emotion, but we didn't really have time to think it out. And now we already have all these things in place, and we can't rethink what the TSA is. Wasn't there checks before? You, they yeah. used to check your they luggage. Go through a radar detector. Yeah. Yeah. Or they've whatever always... it's called. Not radar detector. X-ray. Yeah. They've always checked it. So yeah. what specifically is the issue? The pat-downs. The, um... But they only pat-down if you opt out. I don't get patted. Yeah. Down. I've never had a problem. 
with anything. I, I fly right through the security. I'm in and out yeah. and gone. It's like, why even bother making that harder or more? Like, especially if you have some weed on you or something ridiculous. Hey, like, why, hey I mean, easy. Fake weed. Yeah. But, uh, what the fuck are you doing? I'm talking about tobacco. I'm talking they're just, they're just a bunch of people you put up with, like the yes. authorities. Yes, but I think and that's the like, issue whenever you have people that are in any sort of position. It's you know they have, it becomes a job. Whatever it is, it needs to be done. Say so it needs to be. You gotta you gotta guard. Yeah, but the guy aliens who, are coming in. Yeah. There's, there's a fucking there's a spot your barista at Starbucks where the aliens land. You gotta be ready. You gotta have guys there ready to guard it. Well, those guys are gonna fuck off. They're guys. They're, they're yeah. normal people. They're, no matter what you do, you're always gonna have people that. Poorly implement whatever yeah. strategy you, so you have. You think they're to great, the TSA? You think one hundred percent? I think they're great. You're well, not a child. You know. No, what I'm I know. Saying. So I'm saying. So what do you think is what, their problem? What, why would you say that? You think they're great? I wouldn't say that. No, you, I know. You're I want you forcing your opinion. You're forcing your opinion by exaggerating mine. No, because I yeah. want you to tell me what you think the problems are with TSA. Okay, the problems are with TSA the same problems they are with any system where people get in any position of power over people. They automatically act like douchebags. It's the same as security guards. Yeah. I mean, it's the same as bouncers at clubs. It's the yeah. same as some cops. Some it's a, cops, it's yeah. a difficult thing to have that kind of power over people and not abuse it and not be cunty about it. Remember when yeah. we got to the airport and there's this one guy who was being just really attention hoary? Attention, ladies and gentlemen, please get your. He was like going yeah. through this big speech and. Yeah, everybody really, got annoyed by it. And him. then well, I would like one more request. Everybody, please smile. Yeah. Like you fucking weirdo. Yeah, Get out of here. yeah you, you just put on a <laughs> show, you fuckhead. It's like a street performer or something. I mean, it was like that's what it was doing. Like he decided this is what he does because everybody has to listen because he's the man with the power, the TSA guy. Yeah. But that's just a, one douchey guy. I've met a million people that do it that are friendly as hell. You're like, oh, did you have a good time? Yeah, it was great. Great. Enjoy Chicago. Chicago is awesome. Boom, you're in, you're out, everything's fine. Yeah. You're just interacting with some people that are doing their job. And I personally find I've never had a problem. I've, I've always, they've always been pleasant to me. I've, no one's ever got douchey with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if I accidentally have my belt on, I say, I'm sorry. And I take the belt off and I put it in the thing. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you prostrate yourself. It's simple. Them. It's not prostrating. It's just being nice to people while you're doing your, their gig. Yeah. Their gig doesn't bother me. Okay. I don't, well, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm me. not flying with any bombs. I'm not flying with any guns. So I'm not worried about them checking my underwear. Okay. My, my bag's pretty simple. Go, go ahead. Look in there. There's some toothbrush, some yeah. toothpaste. There's no, there's nothing to worry about, you know? So yeah. as long as there's nothing to worry about, you sail right through. Do I think that yeah, but is, under this, the, is under, this ideal? Under that logic, they could tap your phone if you're law-abiding. No, that is not the same logic. Jesus Christ. Wait, why Looking is it not your underwear? Logic? Because tapping your phone and in, 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 listen to intimate conversations, find out aspects of your life that you wouldn't want revealed, oh, right. find out uh, where you live, yeah. what you're doing, what your plans are. That's not the same thing as checking for a right, bomb. Right, right. But under those circumstances, it, it sort of is. Just that looking at intimate parts of your life and they can look they're through not, your stuff. They're looking at clothes. I mean, unless you got a bag of dildos, which, by the way, Stanhope did. What if you're in the closet yeah, and you have actually, a gay porn on in purpose, there? Brought a bag of fucking after September 11th. Oh, he yeah. had a whole suitcase filled with f- rubber fists and rubber vaginas and fists and dicks and just everything. And he just sent it through the X-ray so that they had to like open it up and check it. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's my yeah. stuff." Are <laughs> if you go to the Burbank? They say he turned one of them on. Did he? Something like that. So they had to find which one it was. Oh, what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you go to the Burbank Airport, yeah. almost every single person that works there, the staff of the the, the people that check uh, yeah. that check you, I've never had one problem. Those are the most friendliest the motherfuckers folks ever. ever. Just and, doing their job. Yeah, 
aren't you scared from being such like an asshole, I guess is what you would call it yeah. to, to these people <laughs> uh-huh. uh, to get on some kind of no fly list, especially since you're a comic and yeah, half of your yeah. job. That's definitely a fear. Isn't it's it no easier? fly list. And here's where that fear comes from them holding over you that if you cause too much trouble for us, we're going to threaten you to fear that you will no longer be allowed to fly. That's a real thought that people have. Right. You're not the first one. Right. And one to stop the- terrorism, they are that to help them stop terrorism would be someone put like someone like me or someone who mouths off too much on a no fly list. That would help us stop terrorism. That to make people live in fear. But they might decide that you make things very uncomfortable and unpleasant for a lot of people around yeah. you as well when you're at the airport because you are yelling out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but people, people are, are too, a lot of people Ari. are scared to say it on 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 podcast too or anything like that just for the sake oh, of like, sure. hey, be yeah, careful yeah 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 it's going to put you on no fly list yeah that's a real thought people have oh, yeah. they they can just do this to you they can they can they can grab your ability to fly in the dark like a fucking gulag and just take you out of there all right, my friend is so scared to fly that they, she has to take so much drugs just to calm her heart rate down, just yeah. enough so she can do, even be there. Yeah. And like, if you start like being intense to her, she will freak out. You know, if you were to be intense around her, like, yeah. she might go crazy. Well, if she was scared of the dentist and I was intense to the dentist, it would be the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah not, she's not my responsibility. If you're a yeah, but flying's a big <laughs> Yeah, but flying's a big deal for a lot of people. I mean, my mom's scared to fly. I know a lot of people are <clears> still <throat> Burt Kreischer yes. gets blackout drunk be- before he I flies. I think Burt Kreischer would blackout drunk if you made him go to the movies. Yeah, he likes to I gotta go to the movies! Oh, it's time to get fucked up. <laughs> well, he's also scared of balloons, Jeff. <laughs> oh, oh, you got a fucking balloon? <laughs> like Jesus a- Christ, where's the booze? <laughs> Yeah, Bird Christ is using that shit, and it's his excuse. He's away from his wife and kids. He's got no responsibility. He's going to get hammered on a plane. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, Bert. Just fess up. Fess up with your anxiety-ridden. Uh, here's the deal. I don't mind the taking the shoes off. It's not that. It's uh-huh. just they're, they're being there. I don't like it. I, I, you know what? I think what? they're necessary. I think at this point in our reality, I wish they weren't necessary. I wish I didn't have to believe. And I'm not necessarily saying that it has to be run the way it's run. I yeah. don't I don't think it's efficient, but I don't think that anything's efficient. You know what else isn't efficient? The DMV. Do you go yeah. to the DMV oh. when you go to get your fucking license and start screaming, we didn't ask for this, I want a fucking car, I don't want to deal with your bullshit, it's a corrupt organization. Yeah, but I can but renew my is. license online, I don't have to come in contact with them. Can you really? Yeah. You can renew it online now? Yeah, why not? Yeah, but you can't go in there and take a photo or anything. That's beautiful. Well, you know, there's a thing you could do at the TSA where you get pre-approved. And when you get pre-approved, you don't even take your shoes off. You just go right through. Because you fly a lot, they assume you wouldn't be Well, no, they do a check on you. They do a check to make sure you're not some fucking psycho. Yeah. No, not make sure you never got arrested at the airport for harassing the TSA. <laughs> I thought you were going to get arrested. Well, well, Ari Why was would I be arrested? yelling at them because you were yelling at people. Why? Is that illegal? Swearing Jesus, at them, calling them yelling? fucking idiots. Yeah. Yeah, he was calling them uh, fucking idiots. Ari. Why is that illegal? Are you broding fa- though, though he did threaten to bring over the cops on me. Well, this is When I said happened. that, the you TSA, really... the trained authority over me said, I'll bring over a metropolitan security officer or well, metropolitan police they, officer. That's what they do. If that's, I say, the get TSA it, you're an idiot. The TSA doesn't actually arrest you. Yeah. The other people arrest you. What they're worried about is that you were being aggressive and they thought that you could have been a crazy person. Disorderly yeah, conduct, a crazy person. man. They drove me crazy. 
Right, but the way you reacted to it is like. Don't you think that's weird though that everyone's a little scared? Violation. No, I'm not scared. Don't you think that's a little weird that everyone's scared of being put in this no-fly zone? Like that's a real thought. Like don't piss them off, or they'll put you on a no-fly list. Well, would be scared of TSA. You should be worried about government corruption, and anybody that puts you in a government no-fly list because you have espoused views that they, you know, they don't feel like fits the company line. That's very scary. Yeah, it's a problem. It's very scary and very dangerous. But that's not what's going on here. What you need to worry about about being put on a no-fly list is just because of your behavior. It's just you you made a scene. Yeah, I'm allowed to call him an idiot all I want. It's not the way you're doing it. The way you're doing it, like you were like you, you yelled and you escalated and you made it like a big deal. So what are your problems with TSA? It's not good. It's not efficient. What do you it's mean? Not, it's not a, there's crazy long, dumb lines. Uh-huh. There's a bunch of people running things like that guy with this stupid, one more thing, yeah. please smile. Like, come yeah, on. It's very annoying. It is annoying. We don't but want you know anything what? to that's, do with you. That's a person in a position of power. And I think those same issues, I think it's a problem with humanity. When people get in a position of power, they actually do feel like they have a, you have to listen to them. You know, I mean, I've had that with bosses. I've had, I mean, we've all had that with teachers. When people get in a position of power, they act as if they have some inalienable, some indefensible authority over you. They yeah. have some, you know, they're just they're powerful. Yeah. And, and it's a natural stealing. thing. They start well. That's opportunistic people. That's poor people also. They were laughing You're at dealing... those naked pictures of people. They were laughing. They were sitting in control and was laughing. I would too. You would too. I we had that job. Yeah, that's human. So I wouldn't have that being a job. Or you'd probably come on those pictures. Yeah, I you, probably would. I, I I wouldn't be any better. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be better if I was in that job. Right. So I, you, I'd view the the fucking travelers as the enemy. Also, I don't think it's that bad of a job, and I don't think it's that big of a deal. I really you're don't. Just harassing people. That's I, your job. It's to harass people. I've never been no, you know, no, no. Just, but just because it's you not, have doesn't mean it's a real thing that no one has. Well, Ari, so it's anytime like, obviously there's sometimes you have people doing anything in a position of power. There's a certain percentage of yeah. wrong interactions that are going to take place. Where Why are we putting are untrained people in these positions of power over us? Why are because we? Because it would as, cost as even American... more fucking taxpayer money to train these assholes. Assholes and to pay them more money and to 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 go and get more qualified, more socially advanced people for the job. I mean, what are you going to do? Where are you going to get them? You're getting people. A lot of these people that work for the TSA. There's not a lot of other jobs, you know. Yeah. And that's what the issue is. Like they they have to take this job. It's not a bad job. What do you want to do? They can't get rid. They can't downsize it now. They're unable to. Is that what it is? 65,000 employees. It would make a tremendous dent. Well, would, you would see the mark on the unemployment I'm rates. I'm not necessarily saying that they need to downsize it. They, they, they need to make it more efficient, and it would be nice if people were more pleasant. Possibly privatize that's, it. That's, that's, uh, that's an issue with human beings. Maybe privatize it. Even if they privatized it, man, it would be even creepier because then it would be some fucking giant corporation instead of some inept government That's what it was before. Agency. The airlines would hire people. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad. I really don't know. But what, what I do know is that, you know, your, your anger about it is, yeah, I don't uh, like him. is, is, gets, is going to get you in trouble. Yeah, if you were screaming, that's scary. That's crazy. You should not scream at anyone, man. He goes, that's, uh, that's, putting, like out, that's putting out bad energy. I'm gonna, he goes, I'm calling like over people. my supervisor. Yeah. And the supervisor comes over. He goes, oh, great. He goes, the head idiot in this corrupt organization. <laughs> he goes, the fuck are you doing? What do you want? Like He's like talking to him like that. Yeah. What if he was like a like listener them. and a fan of yours? 
What the, what, that would have like, nothing like, like, to do with my yeah, feelings a, about his hey, job. I bought your uh, your comedy CD online. It was really I'd be like, good. That's great. Revenge I don't. So what if he's punching nuns? It's cool. Just because he said I he is a fan of mine doesn't have any. He's also a person with a job. I know, but I've already told you. I don't. That have I have a job. Yeah, but you need to go of above that. You need to. If you really care this much about it, you need to like fight the guy that's in charge of all. It's not the the employees that are just trying to work on Twitter sometimes to tell everybody that the head of the TSA, the guy who ran the TSA, is the guy who owned the company that made those scanners that we don't use anymore. He was the one who said, we need those scanners, and then he sold it to himself. So the head of this company... Are you sure about that? Yeah. He was the former head, went to this, he got the contract, opened up, spent all his money, that he used for two years and got rid of now, the one that was, wasn't fully tested, I guess. He made billions. This really? company, billions, billions? So much money. Do you know how much one of those things cost? How much? I don't know. $70. More than 70 bucks. And they have him everywhere. And the only reason we had him, we didn't even invent, we didn't invent this time that somebody was like, oh, somebody tried to get through. So we need this. He just said, yeah, we need it now for no reason. And now he has to be, that's just corrupt from the start. Former just, TSA director Michael Chertoff yeah, owns that's his name. body scanning company. So he's the former director. Yeah. So he left and started a business that makes these body scanners and then sold them. To the TSA, like the TSA yeah. had to buy his business. Yeah. So that sounds like some fuckery for sure. Yeah. So all Chertok's this money. Av- advocacy for the technology dates back to his time in the Bush administration. In 2005, Homeland Security ordered the government's first batch of the scanners fired from the California-based rapid scan systems. Today, 40 body scanners are in 19 airports. Listen to this. The TSA purchased 150 machines from him with $25 million dollars. In American Recovery and Reinvestment Act funds. So, in this summer, when you know there's like, oh man, we got to bring this economy back. Remember yeah. they're throwing all that money back Just in. Invented jobs. They they made they they threw twenty five million dollars at this cunt and his stupid fucking scanning machines. If yeah, if you had to choose between that going money going to that or men, money going to mental health and you know. Education, yeah. twenty-five million nut- nutrition for school kids. Fuck you. I just think you should fight it on a larger scale than attacking poor employees of Burbank Airport or LAX Airport. You know that when they're just trying to do their job. I mean, I already told you I don't respect that just trying to do my job argument in any way. That's not yeah, but, an excuse. But for anything. you're making it unpleasant. But you're still going through it. All you're doing is making it unpleasant. Yeah, I, I would like to make it unpleasant for them. I don't like. Now let me ask you a question. What if they would go further to get better testing, even more testing, even more clear about what you have in you? Why would so they have they, to go further? Well, they already did to get these scanners. Right, but why would they have to go further than that? It seems. Why would they have to go that far? Because they didn't have scanners that could see bombs. Um, I, I think it's just more efficient. If, if you were strapped, wearing that wasn't a vest, in response. Like, the scanners weren't in response to anything. Drugs taped to your body, or yeah. if you're concealing something. Well, like wouldn't a, a strip search weapon, be better? Like a plastic weapon. Wouldn't strip search be the best thing? Um, I guess strip search would be the best thing. Yeah, but so why would we not go that far? Like why are they – I'm just – it's sort of a slippery <laughs> slope and I don't see why it's gone this far and I don't know why it wouldn't go even further. Well, the only way it would go even further is if something cataclysmic happened. Yeah. Some, but, the, but the scanners didn't – that wasn't a result of anything happening. Or any, anything even trying to be ha- to happen. No, but it's just more efficient. That's all it is. More f- – Joe used to go through – those old machines with his watch on every time he'd like, look at this. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Now yeah. that doesn't happen. Yeah. 
It's now just they know better technology. Watching. They got new iPhones. It, it really is better technology. I mean, I, I, I think I made a forum post on maybe, maybe I didn't. Maybe I said I was going to, and I decided not. Wouldn't to. a strip search be the best technology? Yeah, but we yeah. don't need that. There's yeah, but they're not people- doing that. Argue. It's like you're you're arguing against them escalating past the point where they're at right now. Well, but but they escalated right. past the point where they were before, and yeah, it wasn't based a, on any right. need. Joe it wasn't going based on a need. That old machine with, with his, his watch, watch on. on. You keep telling about his watch. Who cares about his watch? But that wasn't a thing. That's a perfect it's example. A, it's on the efficient machine. You yeah. can make like no, no. You could use if it the didn't same detect your parts. watch, that's fine. If right, it didn't detect a bomb or a knife, that's not fine. Okay. You would need to show me an example they of sometime they didn't detect a bomb or a knife. They didn't see plastic or knives. Those, those radar things didn't see plastic knives that you have concealed and taped to your body. Yeah. They have plastic knives that are made of this composite plastic. They can yeah. fucking kill you easy. These, and they can see those now? Yeah, they can see those now. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of shit that used to be indetectable that yeah. they can find. You know, I, I don't think What if they invent something that you, these things can't detect? But Ari, it's not, for you, it's not a different experience. You put your shit down. I just you don't walk like through. that they're taking the power. I just don't like that they're making a step through these checkpoints. I don't like that they have control and there's no say. But yet you go through it because I so have you, to. You decide that what you're going to do is go through it and just annoy people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very childish, is. though. Well, that's like a waste of energy. It's kind of like the the seat on the airplane. Well, I don't even <laughs> like the seat in the airplane. Yeah, leaning back your seat on the airplane. When you're like yelling and kicking the back of oh, the person. Oh, Ari does that. He knees people seat if they lean back on him. Yeah. He gets upset that you lean your seat back. Yeah. You guys still uh, still think that? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think it sucks that they have it so that people will use it. But well, it I sucks that there's like no space. Yeah. You know, it yeah. sucks that everybody gets no space. But there's the already no space is, and you're trusting Delta to decide is, how, much, how much you should be able to lean back. The reality is everybody has a seat. And everybody's seat has a button. And if he does that, you can do that too. And everybody sort of accepts that. You decide that you don't agree with it. So what if your seat went back? E- what if the seat went back even don't further? Don't say that because it doesn't. Okay. okay what, if, what if it went back argument. less far? Doesn't matter. Then you would have nothing to argue about. What are so you what, saying? Here's what I'm saying: that you are trusting Delta or American or United to tell you as a person how how much room you can take away from the person behind you. You're not taking away that person's room. Everyone's sharing space already. You're absolutely and taking away their room. Chair, You're absolutely taking away their room. Goes like this, and the person behind them. How is that not taking away the seat? The person chair, behind them and their chair goes like that. Also, you've just shared space in a different way. You're not taking away You're any room. A sandwich. Well, the the emergency exit doesn't go back. Everyone's doing that. Not everybody goes back. Okay, so you know why emergency exits to get that little extra space for their legs. And also, the guy in the back doesn't get back. It's not like you have to move back. Have you not so seen those pictures of somebody person, slammed the emergency up? The exit row, that, that person doesn't annoy Have you not seen that picture? Shifters. That's why you don't fly. I've seen pictures Have of Have you not seen a picture of crumpled up where the guy can't even use his computer because the person in front of him leaned yeah. backwards? Yeah, I've seen that. All right, and you know what? That's why you go to – you, know, you wouldn't think right. that would be a cooler thing do to you, do to not lean back and take away that do space? Do you know that if you lean back when that guy's doing that, that you would no longer have that issue? No, that's not, that's not it. That's not real. That's, that doesn't make up for it. That's, you're wrong. That doesn't make up for it. That doesn't add, add the same amount of space to you. You still can't see. When they're back here, I've already looked at it. So it's, a, it's purely a laptop issue. Is that what you're saying? Just all sorts of just a comfort issue. If you want to look at the screen in front of you and the guy leans back, you're like, ugh. You know what? It's okay. annoying when people lean back in front of you. Everyone gets annoyed by that. Everyone does. Again, no, but that doesn't mean you should kick the back of their – make their whole day horrible because – uh, Honestly, Delta. Brian, the last time I did it was five years ago. Okay, I didn't know but I do get annoyed it. every time people do it. Every time people lean back and take away that space, yes, I get annoyed. 
but I don't kick their chair. Do you anymore. know that that's ridiculous though? That ev- everybody has a seat, everybody's seat has a button, and everybody uses that button, and no one ever ever says, what? "Oh my God, I can't believe this person in front of me is reclining their chair." What? No one ever says that. No. You didn't see the Twitter responses no, after the last time we talked about this. What? Hundreds of people tagging us both saying, yeah, that shit pisses, the, pisses me off when people well, lean back. Yeah, Those but they don't say anything. Too. It might oh. suck, but like, I, like when somebody leans back and I'm on my laptop, I'm like, yeah, oh, it's fuck. just that's his chair. But, if he but wants I to don't... lead his chair back, I don't always lean my chair back. But as a but human, if I want to, I want to be can't able to. you see that you are inflicting some sort of pain on another oh, human and say, I'm not going to do this? Christ, melodramatic fuck. But that's all You're it inflicting is. Inflicting pain on someone by reclining your chair? Yes, you are taking away the small oh, amount of comfort they have on an already too small flight we've been over this you've agreed it's no too, i haven't it's agreed too ever. Small on this it's okay. already too small okay. amount of space don't, don't say that i agreed on this we have issue. been over this and you have agreed that it's already too it's small, a small of a space. space period yes. yes it's almost not enough right to take some more of that away you don't see how can you not see that that would be hard for somebody ari there's a huge difference between how could you not see that it's better if the guy doesn't recline and going that's his seat he wants to recline he wants to recline because he's more comfortable when he's sitting back. I don't mind. I don't really give a fuck, Ari. It doesn't bother me that much. But I certainly don't think that I should be able to kick his fucking chair. That's just five years ago. I did it three times ever. I'm just saying I get annoyed by that stuff. But you got annoyed to the point with the reason why we talked about it in the first place is because I hate it. Because I hate it. I hate it. going to start kicking. You know they make chairs. a device that will stop people from leaning back now. You can attach it to their chairs. You can attach it to your your tray, and so people can no longer lean back. It's like a brake so that people in front of you can't lean back. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're marketing that. They're marketing that purely because of cunts, apparently. It is. It's only because of the cunts. They're marketing and selling a device. If you buy one of those, you're a cunt. If you buy one of those things, it stops the guy in front of you from reclining his seat. I say you're a cunt. That's a cunty thing to and do. Also, have, you his that, fucking have, you chair. That, have you seen that picture of that guy like this? Ari, yeah, that's Ari. not real, Ari. That, Ari, there's do you also, know that? Do you know that that's close. like a parody? That's pretty close. Ari, also, I, when you, I see my computer screen closed oh, as, no. the, as they fucking Shut lean your back. Computer, close you your computer. You also eyes, know that. Oh, come on. You can't in, say just, just don't use your computer. You also know come that on. there's certain airlines that have more room than others. You also know that more there's certain airlines that have more room than others. Like yes, uh-huh. I think it's American or something American like that. When it leans, when you lean back, there's room actually. Where American has the most room. Yeah, and then there's like Delta, where it's like you're almost about yeah, to die. Or something. There's no question about it. They are giving you too little space. Yeah, no question about it. But I don't think that's the fault of someone who's hitting the recline button on no, the no, fucking no. chair. Yeah, it's not his fault that they give you too little space. So Absolutely not. He's but doing what he once they've already given you too little space. Chair, I don't have any problem with it. For the sake of leaning back. Yeah. Yeah, I have no problem. For some people, it makes them more comfortable. I, yeah, it's like a blanket of human on you. Especially if the girl's high and you have a girl kind of laying on your... Lo- I don't think that ever happens. I think you're, all of a sudden Brian's <laughs> in fucking eyes. penthouse letters. <laughs> you're just making shit up, you fuck. What are you doing? Yeah. I can't... I mean, that's what business class is for, too, because like, that's, you're supposed to have more room because you have a laptop and you're actually doing business. Where most people, like myself, I just sleep. Business, yeah. I, I, I lay back. I sleep the whole entire flight or, or something like that. You know, So you're doing business. You, you, you're a taller person. You I'm might want to pay the extra I'm vid- $20. I'm watching videos on my computer. It's more yeah. than 20 bucks, And it's way more than 20 bucks. It depends it's on the It's not a reason at all. Get yourself an iPad, son. One of those little seven-inch ones. Yeah, look at this. Read that this, bitch. Look at this cute this. little baby. Yeah. Oh, it's a little cute baby. So easy to use. Look at that. All right. I think you guys both need to do mushrooms soon. 
Oh, we need to do mushrooms because you're kicking people and yelling people at the airports. Jesus Christ. Do you know how projective that is? I don't think we need to do mushrooms. Why do we need to do mushrooms, Ari? Please explain. Because I don't think you would be that, that, that rude to another human. If once if you do them recently. Oh my god, Ari, I, I sit think you in would first see. class. Okay. I, know. I don't I don't even yeah. I don't recline on people. Okay. And by the way, if I did recline on people, uh, I don't think it'd be that big of a deal. First class, you don't there's no you have plenty of space. Okay. But I pay for that space yeah. because I don't like the issues. Absolutely. I do I do agree that coach tickets yeah. suck a fat dick. Yeah. They're 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 fucking space is too small. Yeah. So I I go out of my way and pay extra money. And I understand that other people can't afford that. And some people but go out of their way most of my and life, don't lean back on people. So most of my life I did do that yeah. most of my life i did fly coach yeah. okay and when i fly coach i would recline if i wanted I know, to clearly the people in front of me times. and the people and you said it a thousand times I that it's a problem it. i just can't believe why you would jesus fucking christ you think that we need to do mushrooms because we don't agree with you and your hyper aggressive way of kicking I people's chairs i think it's i think it's uh that was pre-mushrooms with kicking people's chairs oh. absolutely but I think this is why you needed mushrooms because it helps you find an empathy with other people. I see the empathy, yeah, I, like, I, but I also see that you 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 get real aggro about shit that can be avoided. And I think that if someone leans their chair back and I'm sitting in coach and the thing is like this and I can't do it anymore, I will fucking close it and I'll pick up a book or I'll do nothing. I'm not going to get upset at some guy who's just using his chair function. It's not that big of a deal. You saying that I need to do mushrooms because I don't see the empathy and you going berserk over something you're not going to ever control is r- ridiculous. The empathy of think, a TSA agent. Yeah. Ari, you, you're not you're screaming at this guy. You're not looking yeah, I don't like at, their jobs at all. Yeah. Well, you're not looking at that. That definitely as human is the most beings. aggravated I get in my life pretty much, the TSA people. You're being really hypocritical on that. It's, uh, yeah. it's really well, kind of silly yeah, that I'm you're def- saying that you don't. Uh, that we don't have empathy for you getting upset because you can't use your laptop. And these people just have a job that you don't necessarily like. And they're not necessarily being shitty to you at all. They're, I saw the way those people were reacting to you when you were yelling at them. No, no, no. It's not, it's not the you. individuals. I went over this with Brendan Walsh once, and he was like – he made it kind of clear to me. He was like, they – just them saying you have a job is not a reason to do anything. Obviously, you can take it back to Holocaust times. Like I'm just. Oh, working so you went over it with Brendan Walsh. So what we're saying makes no sense now. No, he just sort of made it clear to me. It was like, I was like, well, come on, man, they're just doing their jobs, same sort of thing. But I just, I just sort of became clear. Well, Brendan Walsh is another guy who looks for problems. I, I don't, I don't agree. I think that these people are just doing their job. I know, but the if idea they were of actually someone being just doing their you, job is it's not that hard. What? If they were actually being shitty to you, yes. But no, these no, yeah, guys were not being shitty it's to not you. That. It's not that. It's not that. I think they work for this organization that just is bad for us. I, we don't like it. Okay. But while you're there and you are interacting with them, you're choosing to make things difficult. Yeah. It's not a difficult experience. You're creating a difficult experience out of an experience that's not difficult because you have a problem with the fact they exist. Yeah. But yet you know they exist, and yet you know you're going to interact with them. So you're yeah. choosing to be saying. uncomfortable. I get what you're saying, and I tried this once. I tried uh, – like the first time I saw it and I looked at what they were, and I was like, oh, they're just people making us go through checkpoints. I think I thought this over, and I was like, is it even worth – you know? having a problem with that it's even worth like you know getting upset at all about it right but man it just it sort of just bothers me i know that they're doing that's why that. you need to do mushrooms you fuckhead yeah right i will so, so ridiculous <laughs> this is a such a ridiculous stance to take because you're a professional comedian you fly all the time and it's just an experience it's not bad the idea behind it Behind any loss of civil liberties and behind yeah. any, any loss of uh, privacy, I don't. I'm not a fan of any of that shit. But that's w- this is a part of flying. It's not a major issue, in my opinion. And when I see 
these aberrations that people like to point out, examples of things that the TSA has done, like someone stole something, I absolutely think that can happen. I absolutely think that people can fuck up. People can hire the wrong person. People can sneak through the net and be assholes. But in my experience with the TSA, they're just people. They're just regular people, and this is what they do. Yeah. And it's more I don't, of a whole organization. I say problem. hi, and they say hi back. I say, how you doing? Everything's good, man. How you doing? And it seems like really easy. I, I see a bunch of people that are just working. And, you know, they're trying to do their job when there's fucking thousands of people going through there every day. And it's trying to keep chaos yeah. and everything orderly. It's got to be really fucking difficult. What do you think everyone's problem is with them? They suck. They suck. It's They're incompetent. So Look, I've always said that the, pe- the people that work at the TSA are often the same people that work in the fast food counters. They just yeah. switch roles. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, the, the at the hey, airport. You used to work for Burger King. Now you're bomb scanning. How that? Oh, moved yeah. up. You know, like they they just they're just people with jobs, man. You know, I don't want that job. I wish that job wasn't necessary, but it seems to be necessary, and someone needs to do it. So who the fuck's going to do it? Well, unless they're paying people fifty bucks an hour, you're not going to get people that are, you know, that have yeah, a lot of other options. Twelve to fifteen. So they don't have that many options. So who are these people? These are people that are impoverished. They don't live in the best neighborhoods. They don't have a lot of opportunities. Whatever it is, and so those are the people that they're trying to get to be professional, and those are the people that are trying to get to represent their company. And of course, it doesn't run smoothly, like most human beings. You put them in a bunch of uh, – you put them in a situation, any situation, and yeah. have a group of them that are in control over a massive group of people, and you ask them to behave orderly. Good luck with happen. that. Yeah. Good luck with that. But my point is that when you go to the airport, you know that there are going to be TSA agents. You know the whole procedure. Yeah, that's what I don't like, well, that there are going to be them. But This are. idea I've had one of the guys say, like, I was like, why do we take our shoes off? And he was like, you got to. I'm like, why do we take our shoes off? I was being mean to him the same way. But – um, his answer at the end was, if you don't like it, don't fly. And I was like, that doesn't seem like a good enough reason. Yeah, but he doesn't represent the company. He's just a dude. He's just, a, yeah, he's just, just some dude working. And you're some dickhead who doesn't want to take your shoes off. He's like, I have to yeah. tell you to take your shoes off. That's my job. My job is when you go through here, I have to make sure your shoes don't have bombs on them. Please take your shoes yeah. off. Why do I have to take our shoes off? You're like, oh, God. He's like, because you have to. Yeah, I can see it Why from should point I? Of view too. And yeah, you should be able to see it from his point of view. Your your lack of empathy for them is very hypocritical when you want people to be empathetic. Well, no, and here's, you're not here's what. Back. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously. I'm totally, definitely not on exact point for my whole life. It's not, but this is a, an unnecessary. Yeah, I like, thought about that conflict. and I, I don't know. It's This is all new stuff for me. I'm trying to figure it out. But, but I don't like that the fact that TSA is there taking away our civil liberties. And I don't, I hate even saying the word civil liberties listen, because it become, it makes it seem like you're If you really worry coup. about civil liberties, the TSA is not yeah, what you I should be concerned with. You should be focusing your efforts on the National Defense Authorization that's why I say, Act, yeah. the Patriot Act. You should be focusing your, 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 well, this is the, the one recent I come in, this is the one I come in contact admission with the most. from the Obama administration that they've they've a protocol to use drones, armed drones on U.S. civilians. Yeah. They're trying to figure out how how to get away with that, like drones with guns, like to shoot you out of the fucking sky, yeah. like that. That if you want to worry about civil liberties, I'm with you, but this is not one, in my opinion, yeah. that needs the kind of attention that you're maybe giving it's just, it. I'm the not way ex- you're doing it. Maybe it's just that I'm not um, used to it yet, or something. Well, it's Once not I've that you're, it. you're you're choosing to get upset. You're not being upset because someone is forcing you into a position yeah. where you have to angrily react to stop them from doing it. Yeah, you're choosing to turn this into an aggressive moment, and it's not necessary. Oh yeah, absolutely, I was choosing to. Yeah, but it's not necessary, and I no, avoid. Not I don't think it even accomplishes anything. I avoid. Anything. It doesn't accomplish anything. It makes but you angry. But it's not to accomplish it. But what it is is childish. 
Yeah. It's not necessary. It's childish and it's negative. And you, you fuck up the day or the, at least the experience, and depending on how for numb those people. those people are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was people. definitely the intent. That's well, definitely intense. I understand, but you shouldn't. It's not necessary. I would run into those same people yeah. and say, hi, what's up? How you doing? Yeah. And Brian would run into those same people. Yeah, 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 obviously. But we both get to the same goal. And yeah. one of us avoided, or we all, Brian and I, avoided any conflict, whereas you went through this stressful situation. If I yell at someone, okay, yeah. if I get to the point of yelling at someone, it's because I want to kill you. Okay, because you you've done something that's either horrible or you're dangerous or yeah. you're threatening my health. And yeah. I'm in a situation where I'm letting you know, like I'm yelling too. this shit could get crazy right now. The, you're not getting crazy at the airport. You're yelling because, you know, they're not going to yell back. You're yelling because, you know, that they're forced to act yeah. in this very politically correct. And that's bullying yeah. because you're you're putting them in a but position yeah, where they yeah. can't react to you the way you're reacting to them. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're the fucking head idiot of this fucking corrupt organization. But they can't talk yeah. to you like that. Well, hey, help, me through this. help me through this. Okay. Because aren't they also – I'm not trying to be right here, but aren't they also putting us in the position of having to fucking – like just every single time we go, having to like give up a little something, feel a little bad. Well, not that that's their intention, in but overall, it's a group, where they have to check your shit. But I don't feel bad. Yeah, I'm telling you, when I go through it, I don't feel bad. It I even put my trays me. away for them. I don't have to put yeah. my trays away. I could leave them there, and I know that they would put them. I, I try to help them out. That's I'm a like, nice oh, thing to do. I've yeah, gone I'm through after negative. after almost every UFC when yeah. I go through the airport. I talked to some dude who's a UFC fan who works yeah, there. I was always nice guys, too. And we always yeah. have conversations. Can you yeah, be that fight? Holy shit, man. Yeah. What, that one was crazy. Like, what do you think's next for George St. Pierre? You know, I mean, that, obviously that's me and I'm in yeah. a different situation. I was always but, nice to them. But once I saw that it was like, this is sort of like, too, it's too much what they're doing. Okay. And once I saw that, then I had more. Tr I had a lot more trouble with it. Now I don't you know mean what the to naked do. scanner. The naked scanner. The naked scanner. Yeah, just you the can, stop. But your dick is on HBO. You pulled your cock out on HBO, and you yeah, worried I'm about them seeing your dick. You can go look at my dick with your. I'm scanner. not worried about I'm them not laughing at me. It's not that. I'm worried about them taking the control to be able to laugh at me. It's just a job, man. It's a no, 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 no. I'm saying as as the group, the, the Transportation Security Administration, them taking that taking that power. So it's just because of the naked scanning, then? No, no, is no. That it's what just it sort is? of all of it. Don't but you, you know that they have to look at bags to make sure that people don't have explosives. You know yeah. that people are crazy fucks. You know, you know when we were in Vegas, do you know this weekend when we worked at Mandalay Bay? Yeah. Which was, by the way, fucking awesome. Yeah, wasn't it, was. it? Great time. When we worked at that venue, they had to go through metal detectors. Who did? The people. The people that came to that show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you go to Mandalay Bay, you go through metal detectors. It's not because Vegas wants to take away your civil liberties. Yeah. Okay? It's because they don't want anybody to get hurt. Yeah. They want to make sure that, you know, maybe it's People a rap, have knives with them. Maybe it's a, a fucking Ted Nugent concert. Dudes yeah. want to bring their own bows and arrows. You, yeah. you, you can't. Yeah. You can't. Vegas will go, hey, 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 what are you doing yeah. with arrows? Oh, man, I don't even so you know. you think it's just because of the lines? That, that, that seems, humans. Yeah, here's what I think. Large groups of humans. That, no, no. That makes me matter, I'm saying. Yeah, I think, I think it's very stupid if I, me and you fly almost every week that yeah. we have to wait in the same line as this woman that's never flown ever. Well, you don't. It takes forever. Well, you don't in a way, but. That TSA pre-shit. You could do that. Not everybody goes, gets not, in that. Yeah, I'm saying that. You could do that. No, I can't. Why not? I tried. You can't? No. What do you mean? It's not everybody. Did you try to sign up online? Uh-huh. What'd they say? They won't accept you? Declined. Really? Yeah. It's not everybody. It's not like I'm a flyer. I can just get checked. Wait it's a not, minute. That's just a well, few people. What? No, no, no. Almost everybody I know that works for the UFC goes through that. What did they decline you on? What do you mean? 
when they when you ask for like TSA pre. So what you're saying is you went through the security, the pre-security screening thing online. Yeah. It's TSA yeah, pre. Yeah, some lady told me to do it. So you, you, One of the private you gave in ladies. your information and they just decided to decline you. Yeah. When did this happen? Three months ago. When was I in D.C.? It was it was uh it was at the DC airport. Do you have a record in any way? No, I went online to try to do it. It's like you can't do it. You can't we, get it. You can't get it. Yeah, but, the TSA pre. But it, did it like did you give them your social security number or yeah, something? And all that stuff. And then they they did a background check on you. I guess. Yeah, I don't really it's know probably there's amazing racist shit. Probably some someone saw that and like this motherfucker <laughs> thinks he's funny. <laughs> So what do you think it is? Why, why do you think I have the hatred there? Listen, why do you think man, I, I see I, it and I don't like it? Because you're a smart guy and you see a logical shit. But what I think is that you're not you're you're not being empathetic and you're, you're no definitely not creating to the employees unnecessary anger. You're creating unnecessary anger. You're creating for, for them, for you, for them, for everybody. For you, me, it's not so bad. Generally, you were there, so we kept talking about it. But generally, I do it. I force myself to fuck with them, and then I just go back to being high and and. How much weed intake a day do you do you smoke? All of it. <laughs> like no, no, seriously, like, like my you, new special you passive aggressive is online right now. Go to chill.com slash Ari Shafir. Yeah, Get a poster along with it. I just think um, it's 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 unnecessary. If, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going, I somewhere... thought about this too. It's like I'm only riling myself up. Yes, and even the stuff about the NDAA or whatever else that is. It's like, do, do we have the power to stop any of these things? Well, you have to do the power to the con- contact your congressman. You have the, the power yeah. to write letters to senators. You have the power to make petitions online. You have the power to talk about it in social media. So yeah. they understand that people are very upset about these trends, and they understand that when voting comes around again, they're not going to vote for people that represent these trends. You know, that's why so many people were excited about Ron Paul. Yeah. That's why so many people I, I think Obama sort of represents the same He represents that same thing too, but if he's gonna be the one passing it, then it's like in. fuck. No, he doesn't represent that. He, he represents... was representing it. No. He was representing it, I mean. I mean he was like for the first term. He was maybe? portraying that thing. He was representing someone who would be just and for the people. Well, he said a lot of things that were just not accurate at all like about closing guantanamo bay and about changing the way we do business i think once he got in there he realized he was dealing with a machine it's way more fucking corrupt what i'm talking about is a guy like ron paul yeah who really absolutely 100 percent said and if you know if you did he say abolish the tsa well he thinks that you should abolish the fucking federal reserve he thinks you should oh yeah, yeah he thinks you should get rid of like a lot of major government organizations he thinks they're ineffective and he thinks they're they're criminal well you know the fucking kennedy wanted to get rid of the cia but the thing is those things will just keep themselves if they're corporations which they are each like branch is its own corporation yeah um they well, they they fight to stay alive yeah the, the corporation will like, fight to stay alive which like is like the dea yeah. like an organization it's, it's and so very they will make themselves well, necessary which is why the dea keeps busting medical marijuana when it's been proven over and over again that marijuana is just not dangerous but the reason why they're going in and busting it because it's written down on paper somewhere yeah. and because if they don't do it then how do they justify the fact they have x amount of agents if all of a sudden 50% of their busts if let's just say 50% of all the DEA's busts are marijuana busts i don't know if that's true but yeah. let's say that all of a sudden now there's 50% less work right, that means right, right. 50% yeah. less agents 50% yeah. less offices it's, most it's, of the federal government, if you don't need Congress, let's say you don't even need Congress right now. Which is how the whole transition from prohibition to prohibition against marijuana so it was so seamless. It's just keep the same like people in jobs. Within a year and a half, two years, the same people. They just filtered them from one to the other. Yeah. 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 
cunts. It's people. It's and I think the real problem is that we it's an there's an ineffective method of communication that we've been operating under for the longest time. And that method is writing things down on paper and then that becomes a, a frozen doctrine. Okay, that's yeah. one issue. And then there's the other issue where other people are allowed to come along and alter that doctrine because they were elected officials, like presidents, right. when they do executive orders and things along those lines. And it becomes like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You are just – you're making these decisions without consulting the will of the people that are absolutely fundamentally altering the rights and liberties of the people that elected you into a position of power in the first place. You're essentially removing their power once they've given you power. Yeah. That's say, treasonous. Well, we, don't, we don't trust them. We don't trust them. We don't trust them, the people, anymore. To, they're going to yeah. fuck shit up, so we'll take the power. We'll that's, be in control for them. According to the founding fathers. That's treasonous? That's, that's treasonous. It's absolutely everything that's against the concept of being American. But like anything else, once, you're, once you've established an organization, it fights to stay alive. Yeah. And government is fighting to stay alive Every by position. making itself more and more complicated and intertwined with our lives. Because the reality is – when we have more access to each other the way we have now with the internet, you know, the way we have now with podcasting, we have an ability to explain things and communicate with people in a way that's never existed before. So you don't rely on daddy yeah. anymore as much. You don't rely on daddy government to daddy. let you know what the news are. Daddy government doesn't have to tell you what the news is. Oh, daddy. You, daddy government. You, know what I mean? you, know, it's, yeah. you, you can go on Twitter and you find out what's going on in, in You know Pakistan. why we had Congress? The reason we got Congress is because if you live in Tennessee, you can't go to Washington to make your voice heard. So we'd all get together, all us Tennesseans, and say, right. hey, Bob, you go. You be our congressman. Right. You know why they did it? Why? Because people had horses. Yeah. But now we have email. Now we have email. So yeah. we don't even need – we don't need that job. The reason we have that job, U.S. congressman, yeah. is no longer necessary. But well, they won't let that job go away. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think someone who really believes then. in you know the Constitution and you know they can be effective as a politician. I don't think it's necessary to get rid of Congress. But I think that, like everything else, it's like it's really hard to find really good people that yeah. can think and that are smart and motivated and are doing it. For the right reasons. Like, why do most people want to be senators? Why do most people want to be congressmen? Why do most people want to be mayors? Are they really looking out for themselves? Are they looking out for the people? Are they really these ama amazing humanitarians that are just trying to elevate their community? I say very few are. Very few, I say I a lot of them are just people like the TSA so people just doing a job. Yeah, because when we were kids, we looked at all the politicians like these, these like uber noble people. Because they're looking few out are. for. A few are. It's almost like ideally it is, yeah, but really we, it's just some we guy. Would, we would like though. Like yeah. in a movie, the president is always like super noble. Yeah. You know, we'll do what's right for we the would people. Love the captain that. goes down with the ship. Yeah, we would love that. But we all know it's really hard to find super noble people, period. Yeah. You know? So why do we keep. I mean, I try to be the nicest How human. Have sort of become I can, disillusioned? But I'm it? not a super noble person. I mean, yeah. I, I guess I might be if you compare me to a lot of douchebags, but. I, you know, I'm a guy who regularly breaks marijuana laws federally. It doesn't. Don't anymore. I just quit. I quit a couple of days ago. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I mean, I, uh, I, I occasionally will drive above the speed limit. I, uh, but I don't, I mean, I call people cunts on an internet show. I don't think I do anything necessarily bad. 
but yeah, but that's can, kind of I wouldn't want. I wouldn't. But what I'm saying is, I wouldn't want me. Yeah. As a fucking president, you know, it's like to get a person to a position where you think they would be the right person. You want a Yoda. You'd hook up you know? your friends. Yeah. You know, you want a wise yeah, master. Yeah. And we are not in it for good. We're not dealing with wise masters. We're not dealing with people that have spent their time doing yoga and meditating and, and contemplating the, the best possible potential yeah. future of our, our culture. We're, we're dealing with idiots. I mean, Just look, dudes. Mitt Romney almost got into fucking office. A guy in a cult, an active guy in a cult who made a career out of fucking over corporations and fucking over people and, and essentially hijacking a system and making millions and millions of dollars. He's a total twat bag. And he was 43% president. He was almost there. I think it was more 47, than 43. 47%? It was pretty close. Yeah. Close enough so it's shocking as fuck. I mean, when I drove from A known Mormon. I drove from um, um, uh, L.A. to San Francisco during the whole election thing. It was like yeah. right, right when it was going down. Oh, my God. It was a wreck on a railroad track. Everywhere you mm-hmm. looked, there were these fucking those Mitt signs. Romney posters. When you get to farmland, all those dumb fucks. It's this funny thing about th- those those farmer folks. Yeah. Like, not saying that all farmers are dumb fucks, but a lot of them are dumb fucks. <laughs> and a lot of them, like, they just all they go straight conservative, right away conservative, like automatic knee jerk conservatism, like the perfect kind of like Dumbo secure conservatism, where they're just dumb, just dummies. Just they, they're not doing it because they sought things through. They're doing it because oh, these fucking hippies, and that was everywhere you go. There's just giant Mitt Romney posters. So I'm like, what you're saying is you're, you're looking at a guy who's in a, an organization that was created by a con man yeah. who was 14 years old who created a fake religion that's based on 100% bullshit. Yeah. Like, Religion's tough because people are born with it, so they're like they can't fight it anymore. Well, he wasn't just born with it. Yeah, what? He, he was born with it from a fucking dad who lived in Mexico. His dad was born in Mexico. Mormon Mexicans? Yes. Do you know about all that? I didn't know they went there. Oh, dude. He's such a. He's not just a regular Mormon. You don't understand who Mitt Romney is. Mitt Romney was a part of a Mormon sect that left America because they wanted to fuck multiple wives. Yeah. So they moved to Mexico. Uh, it was in the uh, 1800s. We did it away with it. Yeah. So, so like, the, the the Romney family still has a massive fucking ranch in, in Mexico. Wow. Yeah. And there's not just one Mormon family down there. There's a bunch. Was that that ranch have... that was called the N-bomb? Who had that, who had that ranch? It was called the – did you say N-bomb? You yeah. just said N-bomb? I don't know. I figured there's been enough. Ah, enough controversy on the podcast. <laughs> He's backing it's off. so passively aggressive. Um, I don't think – I don't know if it's them. Uh, I don't think it is. But there's more than one gigantic Mormon family down there. And, in fact, they've had, like, shootouts with the cartels. Really? Yeah, because, you know, it's they don't want the cartels around. The cartels have kidnapped them and killed some of them. And, you know, they, they're armed to the fucking teeth down there. It's crazy. Like when they moved there in the 1800s, there was really virtually very little difference between America and Mexico. I mean, there was difference. You just ride across. Though. Yeah, but it wasn't enough to warrant you know staying in America and having one wife. They're like, what? <laughs> I'll just Are go you there. Fucking crazy. Well, you get all the same TV shows they do, which is yeah. none. But if you have like nine wives, you got to cut your eight wives loose. You're like. Ugh. 
I gotta pick Nobody's one, you bitches. That. And you know, if you pick one, you're like, God damn, I picked the wrong one. Fuck. <laughs> you know, you'd always have regrets. A year in, she's like, I don't want to blow you anymore. What? Oh, but Margaret. And you start sending pigeon letters to those eight women that you cut loose. Because back then, you know, you couldn't even fucking call them and say, Oh, yeah. oh, you don't. Oh yeah, let me make a phone call real quick. Let me see if. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't even make let a me dial see if call. Jessica's still alive. Yeah, you could get those little dee 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 dee. You could send Morse code. Did they have that now? They had um, teletype or what did they what get? Was telegraph. Yeah, telegraph. They had um, Morse code, which that's like military though. But when they they would send messages, remember, like those yeah. old West movies, they're like dee 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 dee. We get the wires coming in. Dee 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 dee. Like someone could send a message. Yeah, I don't so know why I get so mad at TSA. It's illogical. You just need to think it through instead of just reacting. Just like there was something distasteful to it when I saw it that day. It was just distasteful. Well, it c certainly can be. And if you run into someone who really is being a cunt, that's just a human issue. If you run into some guy, I mean, I've seen, there was one time I saw this dude. Oh, they, I know. They were, uh, they were um, telling this lady that she had to get out of her wheelchair. Yeah. And uh, she had to go through the scanner. And this lady was really busted Wheelchaired up. up. Yeah. She was really old and busted up. And uh, it was sad. I was like, come on, man. This is ridiculous. You should be able to wheel that wheelchair in, scan it, make sure there's nothing in, and that lady should be able to stay in her fucking wheelchair. Yeah. She's 90 fucking years old. I know what it was now about the liquids, that they can have a bit slower process, and so they can have people elect to go through there so they can take their perfume, whatever, or their snow globes, whatever they bought. Mm. They can go there, but it would be slower, and it would take more work for them to institute that line. But they said no. Well, yeah, that sounds like a pain in the dick. I'm not, I don't want to wait my flight to be delayed because you got some yeah. Chanel number no. five that Brad Pitt's pushing. Well, they won't delay a flight for you. I know that. That's that sounds, that sounds annoying. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like it would slow the process down. Yeah, you would have to be like one line on the side. No liquids. You could go there like you go there um, voluntarily. The, the real problem, Ari, is there is going to be guys who want to blow up planes, and yeah. I don't want them to be able to go on with fucking. You know, a big flask of explosives strapped to their back that no one saw when they were going yeah. through the radar detector. Where did um? I wonder when planes became as the most important thing. Well, they thought about blowing up planes. The United States was using that in Operation Northwoods as a part of a false flag event. They were going to blow up planes, and they were going to blame it on the Cubans. Yeah, it's one of the things that people are scared of the most. They're scared of plane flight. They're scared of crashing. So one of the best ways to instill terror in people is to add the fear of death, death which to it, to everybody already over. has, and then add it to a fear of flying. So that's why they crashing. don't crash like a like a Super Bowl or type yeah, of thing exactly. like that. Why hasn't that happened? Think about that. Think about I mean, if you really had like a, a nuke bomb or something like that, you really had something that yeah. you, re you really want to scare the fuck out of people, and you know there's going to be eighty thousand people in this town, yeah. and they're all going to come down to watch this one game. Why wouldn't you drop it on them? Are they going to start doing radar detect metal detectors for um, malls? They probably should. Yeah. So every time somebody walks in, you should have some. They somebody. do it at movie yeah. theaters. Yeah. I mean, they do it at movie theaters? A lot of movie theaters now. They should do that, in too. In the bad neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that people who have been approved for concealed carry permits and you know security specialists yeah. and the like shouldn't be allowed to carry. I think they should be allowed to carry. I don't have a problem with people having guns. I have a problem with crazy people. With people, unlicensed people yeah. having guns. I have so a you problem. Have to show your license. I think we have a real issue with people not reporting and dealing with people who have like serious mental issues too. Like yeah. almost every one of these people that have done something really fucked up, 
a lot of people saw it coming. Almost everyone. I saw a guy in the street that looked like newly homeless, some old man that looked like, oh, you just stopped Ugh. taking your meds. Ugh. Like he saw a suit on, but it was like dingy, but not oh, too dingy. God. That's scary. And just like, uh, just like trudging along. Well, there are folks who they need something to keep them straight. And when they're off that something, their reality becomes really distorted, especially when they're taking it and then they stop taking it because there's a withdrawal where your brain doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And reality can get really slippery. They said that 90% of school shootings came from people who were either on SSRIs or were off them and were suffering from withdrawal from them. Yeah. You know, we got a pro- that's a problem. Say that again. That Say this that again. 90% of all school shootings, 90%, either came from someone who was on antidepressants or recently, was yeah. suffering through withdrawals from stopping taking wow. them recently. Those Columbine kids? They were on them. Yeah. Were on them. Phil Hartman's wife was on them. Phil Hartman's wife was on Zoloft and cocaine. I wonder if I'm on an SSRI or the other one. I don't know. Types. You should probably find out. Maybe that's making you wacky. <laughs> yeah. It right? could be, man. You've been brodying. I've been brooding. No, it's just the TSA. It's the only time I get wild. Yeah. It's Starbucks. Well, that was like Brian <laughs> and I had a conversation about that. Brian and I had a conversation about it. Like, and you know, Brian was like concerned about you. And I said he was great with people. Like all weekend, he was like super friendly yeah. and easy to get along with. It's not yeah. like you had like like all of a sudden you yeah, were not an angry mad person. in general. Well, I've never yeah. seen that before because I was like, wait, I've been no, it's a, it's a the conscious security. decision. It wasn't like yeah. a reaction to. Uh, gotta, it was like, let me make a decision here. You got to get off that one, man. Then maybe I should. Not, yeah, you should get off that hey, one. Joe, it's not good. Do you see that Korean UFO? footage that looks real that's the one of the first <laughs> check check this out put right it here. up put check it this up. out let's see right it. here this is so real look that's not even korean that's they're making up noise right now imagine if we found that out look right here watch right. Wow. you son of a bitch <laughs> I knew it was going to be something I not did, a UFO. Dude, I just I didn't did know what it was. I thought it was going to be super fake or I something. I did not want to watch that. Don't <laughs> make me flipped over don't, the Don't do that. Don't do that ever again, okay? For <laughs> is, real. Isn't I don't, that scary? Okay, it was scary, but I don't want you doing that ever again. I don't yeah. like that. I doing think that what? shit's stupid. Yeah. Faking me and making okay. me watch horrific things where I know somebody died. It was a UFO footage. I don't want to watch that, Brian. That's right. not a UFO. <laughs> don't do I that. definitely knew it was don't, not going to be a UFO. Don't do that I've because been Brian long people don't look, man. People, there's certain people don't want to watch a certain yeah. amount of things. There's certain shit that is like unpleasant, and that's one of those things that's really unpleasant. You just watch somebody die. That scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of those. They're yeah. terrifying. And you know what? If you looked at that and you know you said, "Oh man, just driving. We should stop driving." You know, like yeah. you're not going to stop driving. You're going to keep driving. It's just, it's an unfortunate aberration that happens once every, you know, X amount of passages of vehicles. There's going to be fuck ups. And more so now than ever because people are fucking texting. There's a Sprint app apparently that keeps you from texting while your your car's in motion. I don't know what it is. I think it's awesome. It seems like it's a good idea. It's a fucking great idea. <laughs> like, why is it not on when there? When you get in your car, your car is Bluetooth. Like what? If you get in your car, I think on modern cars, your car is Bluetooth, should recognize that you're in a car, and it should kill your fucking texting. Yeah, but that like should be mandatory. But if you're a passenger, yeah. A passenger can suck his dick. Who cares? It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I mean, it's just not worth it. People are too crazy. I saw a guy driving on the fucking 405 with no hands. He was texting. Oh, yeah. Texting with both hands On while he was flying down the 405. And we were watching him. Almost everyone does it. That's what the studies have Not shown. Me. That almost everyone does it. And almost everyone who does it looks down on people who do it. 
One when they see somebody. These, that's crazy. Yeah. I might look at something at a red light and type something out before the light turns green real quick. But I do this. Every time the light turns green, I throw it on my passenger seat. That's Every good. time. Yeah. You it's not worth it. It's not. There's not. I, I can make phone calls with the little button thing on my phone. It's great. Yeah. You just I press a button on my, my console. I don't ever have to take my, my eyes off of anything. I could press this. I could press this um, a button on my steering wheel that has a little um, uh, little phone icon. I press it and I say call Ari Shafir. Yeah, iPhones do that. No, on my steering wheel. Oh. So I don't have to do shit. Oh yeah. So yeah. as I'm driving, I press the steering wheel. I go call Ari Shafir. Oh, that's and boring, cool. It just calls you. So I don't take my eyes off. I don't have to look at my phone. I have to press that button. If you have the, the earphones in, you just have to like touch the thing. Yeah. yeah, that's cool too. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. That's helpful. You can also text people that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah, but text you know what? Jason then you Tebow. Gonna, people text gonna Ralphs. Text. No, don't text Ralphs. <laughs> text Jason Tebow. <laughs> text mom. Yeah, sometimes they're ridiculously off. Yeah, <laughs> text Fibalt. You know what my favorite thing is. The what? um the Shazam app, the uh, oh, ability yeah. to listen to music and tell you what the song is, that's incredible. I mean that that seems like it's impossible. I use it all the time. It I, seems impossible. Have you heard Love Sex it. with Your Friends yet? What's that? Jamie was telling oh, me. Oh yeah. Tell me that. It's yeah. a plugin that you put on your Facebook and you go through your friends list and you go, I would fuck you. Oh, I would not fuck you. Like you just go through like if you would have sex with somebody. Yeah. And then they put the plugin on their Facebook and they can go through and see all the guys that would fuck her. Like, so it's a way to, like, go, hey, well, I Isn't it you, I also, you, like, a friends with benefits thing? Like, the idea is that, yeah. yeah you need to find somebody yeah. that you have in common. The idea is that, yeah, you're not trying to get a relationship. You're just trying to hook up. Right. Like, who wants to hook up? Yeah, who wants to hook up? And no one else can see it. But the people that the agree. Pe- yeah. What, what if someone's trolling you? Then we'll what find some out. people troll Dude, you? I get Dude, almost Ari every time I bring a girl back to wherever I'm going, mm-hmm. there's this thought, like, is this a troll? <laughs> Are you about to be like, ah, loser? You thought I'd sleep with you? <laughs> Almost every time. Really? The do you, goes you have like my a head. little insecurity? Oh, yeah. Deep down inside. Oh, yeah. And hey, that's Isn't deep. it the greatest thing, though, when a girl's really into it, though? When yeah. You meet someone, you, you, you're fucking getting along, you're great. You're at dinner having a laugh. Ha 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 ha. Uh-huh. And you get back to your place and, like, holy shit, it's going to happen. Uh-huh. The first time it ever happens, the first time you're making out and you're. <gasps> She grabs your cock, and you're like, oh, my God, she's into it. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? That's one of the pretty greatest great. things about being alive. Yeah, it's a pretty magical feeling. You're it's right. about as good as it gets. It's the problem. You know, people say, well, why would people, like, lose their, you know, leave their wife of 30 years and, you know. Well, <laughs> new fresh. Got some strange. That fucking pull is strong. Jupiter's got a hell of a gravity, but it can't fuck with pussy. <laughs> <laughs> The, the pull that Jupiter has ain't shit compared to pussy. Pussy will make you derail your whole life. Pussy made the president stick his cock into a fat girl's mouth. Yeah. A little girl just hoping she'll keep it shut. I was talking to this with a buddy of mine <gasps> that it's uh, that he thought about some friend of his, some chick friend of his, and he goes, no, we definitely should not fuck. That's a good friend of mine for a right. long time. And then he's like, you're there, and you see you have a chance. And you're like, oh, maybe – this time I'll go for it. And he had to trust his sober self. Yeah. The, the non-drunk with pussy self. I'm like, no, you've already thought about this. No. You're not in your right mind right now. That drunk yeah. dude it's is like, shut not up, shut up. listening. Yeah. That drunk fuck, that part of you. That Once you have the pussy is... inside your head, it's yeah. tough to do anything. Once it's there, it's, this could really happen. And it's also like genetically you're wired Predisposed to, to, that. to not yeah. just pursue 
but to achieve, you know, to achieve copulation. It's like it's the goal. It's the goal that your DNA is crying. You, you don't, you, your DNA is like, that's a girl. 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 Uh-huh. She's right there. Supposed and to she, react to it. She's hugging you, and she says, she seems to have tits. Uh, there's an ass. Oh my god. Let's get in there. And then the next thing you know, you're like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Oh my goodness. It's just um, we're so restrictive in our culture and the way we look at it. It was when it really it was really fascinating having that guy uh, Christopher Ryan on the podcast. Uh, the guy who wrote Sex at Dawn. Yeah, we talked about um, our ideas of, of sexuality. A lot of them are um, confusing because, like, our idea of promiscuous. Like, we look at like um, people that are in non monogamous relationships as being promiscuous. Yeah. So, like, if you you think of promiscuous, you think of like especially with girls, you think of someone who goes out and fucks a lot of guys yeah. and. That's like shallow relationships. Woo. That's not the original meaning of promiscuous. The, the original meaning is based on you know, Latin or whatever, the, the, the word for mixed. And the idea was that people in small tribes of like 50 people would have sexual relationships with more than one person. But they knew these people very well. Their whole life they knew these people. Interesting. So it wasn't that they were just having random sex with strangers because no one ever does that. In those tribes, you don't meet someone in another tribe, and because they might kill you and eat you, yeah. you know. Because if you ran into another tribe and they weren't your people, they they could be the enemy. I mean, they're not going to treat you the way you would go to Finland today, hop on a plane, land, and like you know get your shit and go to an airport, yeah. and nobody knows you. You're not from there, but they're like, "Hello, may I help you?" And you're like, "Yeah, how you doing?" They would just beat the fuck out of you and kill you. Like when people would run into people that they didn't know, they automatically assumed these people were up to no good. So there wasn't very little promiscuity in that sense in early man. How many school shooters have there been? It's been quite a few. And by the way, they go way back to like the 1930s. Really? Yeah, they go back even before that, I believe. Uh, Okay, let's find out. We should know. Earliest school shooting. Wow. Yeah, the government has been using school shootings for. Reasons for since the 1930s. <laughs> the, uh, the first school shooting was in Canada. What? Wait a minute. No, hold on a second. Oh, my God. Older than America. It took place in 1764. What, some dude just shot some, some like a kid or a teacher or something? And, uh, someone shot a, a Pennsylvania teacher in front of the class. Yeah. 1764. So this was before America was like officially I some, I America. I somehow don't count that as a school shooting. Well, the first assassination in school. I mean, that's just the first one they're counting. Yeah. When the kids start getting killed, it's more, right. it's more what I'm okay. thinking about. Yeah. yeah, well, that was Columbine, I think. That was the first one? Wasn't it? No, because, like, wasn't the someone, the, some sniper, the, the dude oh, the, from the, the yeah, tower? Dayton, uh-huh. the, Dayton, Ohio. No, no, no. Kent? Dayton, Kent, Ohio. Kent, no, Kent, no, was Kent the right, State the, was the National Guard. Yeah. That was the actual, the government was the shooting, riot. shooting protesters. Um. Yeah, there's a there's been a lot, man. Like okay, ten? Columbia, South Carolina. A boy armed with a gun killed one of his schoolmates and severely wounded several others, presumably firing upon them in retaliation for bullying. He expressed no regret for his deed. When this was, that? was 1890. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, that counts. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. 1890. Um, you well, know that what? That kid was man? not on right? No. You know what, man? Bullying yeah. makes you depressed as fuck, though. There's That's, no way out from under it. Plus, your experience is so limited as a, as a young child that you think this is what my life is going to be like forever. It's horrific. And the people who are doing it, they get caught up in a pattern of doing it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's they, they need to be checked as well. Yeah. 
1891, a 70-year-old man fired a shotgun at students in a school playground in Newburgh, New York. In 1946, a 15-year-old student was shot in the basement of a Brooklyn school by seven thugs. School shootings are not a new phenomenon. Yeah, they, um, they've been Wait, So how do they have 90% of people aren't SSRIs? When do they come in, SSRIs? Um, I don't know. I don't know when. It, well, let's let's look that up. School shootings and SSRIs. Let's look that up. Did you know at Canada they just, said ninety percent? Maybe that accounts for ninety percent. Maybe as soon as the SSRIs kicked in, Canada just released new money and they you know they're they melt in the sun. No, no, but the paper or the the what is it the the maple leaf is their national whatever. I don't know, leaf. Yeah, no. and they've got the wrong leaf. They printed the wrong leaf on no the way. Oh, they put a marijuana leaf on? No, it's no, like a Norwegian. It's like something crazy, like Nor- Norwegian. The wrong exact type. Yeah, yeah. They just took a picture of a maple leaf. They There's also an argument with the SSRIs that it's not um, it's not the cause yeah. and that it's just a symptom of the fact these people were depressed There's in the first place. depressed willing to do that And there's so many doctors that are willing to prescribe you these things and not necessarily caused by SSRIs. That, that's a, that is an argument. The only problem with that argument is that one of the, the very effects of antidepressants is the fact that you, you can just deal with shit easier. Yeah. It makes things easier to deal with. It like less, lessens their impact on you, makes them feel less real. So it makes you more likely to be able to... Less, it makes it feel less real. Just fucking blasting people. Yeah. Over 66 school shootings involved 66. SSRI drugs. 66 school shootings? That's a lot. Yeah. It's pretty scary shit, man. Yeah, you know the the real thing is um, what's what's really scary is the amount of people that are medicated in this country and the lack of information we have about the long term effects of some of this medication. Because yeah. no one has been on uh, antidepressants for eighty years. No, no one's no one's been on their whole life. No one even knows if you can do that. You know? you got eight, <laughs> if you got eighty years, start seeing symptoms. Yeah, that's not bad. I guess I, I don't think anybody's really doing it though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, how many? How long have they been around? Um. Definitely 80s. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about before that. 8.0 earthquake in, in Indonesia right now, and there's a huge tsunami. Warning. Really? Oh, God. Hey, if you're stuck in Indonesia, uh, get my special, um, <laughs> Passive Aggressive. Yeah, Go if to the power R- goes out, before the power goes out, use, use a solar power <laughs> to download. Download it for just four ninety nine right now. Yeah, I'm looking at these uh, these shootings. Yeah. the uh, It's it's pretty scary when you, you go over all the different ones. The real... The, what's going on, no, no, no doubt about it, is that there's too many fucking people. No yeah. doubt about that. And so and you're going to have anomalies have lost, more of them. We've lost our value. There's so many of us that we, we've lost our value. We've oh. lost our uniqueness. We've lost our, our values. Our value. Yeah. We don't, we're not worth as much. Yeah. And, and people get stuck into a school system and someone's not paying man. attention and someone allows that person to get victimized and become a, a horrific monster because they're, they're, they get bullied and they get fucked with. That is the case a lot of the time, man. That is the case a lot of the fucking time. And that's someone who doesn't feel like they have any value and yeah. they want to unleash that 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 feeling of lack of value on other people and they want to do something horrible because they feel terrible themselves you got, we have to figure out a way to to even though we I are in of, a community of 300 million people yeah. we have to reinst- reinstall the ideas of community of being nice to each that's other that's why i want those people to be captured alive i want to be able to talk Who? to them and say uh, the shooters school shooters oh and be like what's going through your head well, beforehand this last guy was what type of was he really was he 
Uh, which last um, shooter was Cap- no Newtown? He's dead. Oh, the Col- um, Colorado guy is alive. Columbine? No, no, no movie Colorado. Theater, the movie oh yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the movie theater guy's alive. Oh yeah, what's he saying? I don't know. The school shooter in Connecticut's dead though, right? Yeah. Did he kill himself? I think he killed himself. Colorado kids tried to kill himself while in in the jail, but has the does the Newtown kid did they kill him? I think he might have killed himself, but I don't know. Well, should we look that up? Because there was something I remember recently of like of like uh, why do all these people kill themselves right after they? Uh, right after yeah, they well, it? they say that once um, they get engaged by someone who's like a gun, yeah, they, they'll kill themselves. They just want to inflict damage or something. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't know if this guy's alive or not. I don't know if he's dead. I think he's gone. I would have. We would have heard about him, right? I don't know. Newtown shooter. I wrote Newtown shooter dead. And nothing came up. No. Newtown shooter cause of death. I bet they'll say gunshot wound, self-inflicted. Yeah, cause to the death. temple. Hmm. What, Brian? Nothing. Did you have fun in Vegas? No. <laughs> you went hard. Yeah. Okay, his name is Adam Lanza, right? So it's Adam Lanza. Yeah, you went hard. Yeah. It was... Yeah, he went way hard this weekend. Your last Brian drink. peed on his own pillow. Oh, yeah. Did you already talk about that? <laughs> well, I kind of touched on it yesterday. Oh. What I don't understand is why what? it was wet and I still laid on it for a good hour. <laughs> like, I woke up, I'm like, why is this wet? Dude, I woke up in a La Jolla condo once, and there was barf on the on the on the on the sheets right next to me, like under the. And I was so sure that someone had done that from the week before, and I just hadn't seen it when I went to sleep. That I called. I was like, "Who was in the fucking condo?" And they were like, "Whitney." And I was like, "Whitney, did you barf in the bed?" She goes, "No, I didn't even actually stay there. I think KT stayed there. I just went home." I was like, "KT, did you barf in the bed?" He goes, "No." What do you mean? I really didn't even drink or anything. And I was like. Motherfucker, I barfed in the bed and didn't know. <laughs> oh my god, god. damn it, that's dangerous. I know, I know. You could have died in your sleep. Absolutely. <laughs> um, he killed, this guy killed himself. He did. Yeah, the new town, as soon as the first responders arrived, he blew his brains Man, out. Man, I'd like to hear it. Like, the guy in um, Colorado didn't, though. That guy's alive still. He's supposed to be batshit crazy, not even like have any sort of semblance of like. Well, I believe he was medicated, and who knows what he's on now. Uh, no, and then the experience of being an isolated. Solitary confinement like that for long periods of time, you know? Yeah. There's something that uh, really breaks in a person's brain when they remove them from human interaction. Contact, yeah. yeah, it's fucking really dangerous. They say that, that uh, um, solitary confinement is one of the worst tortures you can give somebody. Yeah, that Bradley Manning kid, he's uh, kind of yeah. fucked because of that. He's they not going to ever recover. Probably not. He's probably broken. Are they going to execute him? No. They're going to put him in jail for do. life? I bet they would like to just disappear, make him disappear. But too many people are aware of him. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's all these campaigns and all over online Twitter followers and Twitter accounts dedicated. And even if he to dies him. now, they'll be like, "No way, did he die?" Well, he's going naturally. through some sort of a legal process right now. Yeah, you know, like and, try me already. Yeah, and I think they're 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 actually responding to the idea that maybe what they did to him was cruel and inhuman. The uh, you know payback. Yeah. It's kind of fucking crazy because all the guy did was let everybody know that the government did some really shady shit. Yeah. And this guy is being treated like he's a mass murderer. People who have killed people get better treatment than this guy. People who have murdered people with their bare hands get better treatment than this guy who thought he's being yeah. a patriot. And, you know, the real issue that people have to come to grips with is part of 
the idea of liberty is that you're defending yourself against enemies both foreign and domestic. Yeah. You know, Which and means what? you gotta look at corruption oh, as yeah. being domestic enemies. It's I mean it is. If 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 it's secretive and you can hide the information from the public, but if the public saw that information they would be aghast and horrified. Well that information is stopping them from evaluating the actual landscape the actual landscape that they're playing on, the actual rules of the game, the actual board in front of them, because they don't really see that. And by removing the information that's uh, in, involved in war, by removing the bodies, the, the, the real video footage, then you, you, you remove access to more of the truth that would help people decide whether or not they support that or not support that. Yeah. That in just by itself that lack of information that withholding of information is is yeah it's their decision contrary. saying that the, the public doesn't need this it's a security yeah. issue yeah and it's contrary to the ideas of freedom the yeah, ideas right. of it the, is yeah the idea that also the idea that if we're informed and then we could debate on this we could decide what we all want instead yeah. we're being led and one of the ways they're leading us is by withholding information yeah so but they also guy, at the same time they can't they can't let like covert operations people right. let, let stuff but out. That's why WikiLeaks didn't do any of that. WikiLeaks responded the way real journalism is supposed to work. They they didn't release anybody's name who had right. already been right. compromised. They didn't put anybody's life in jeopardy. What they did was they released video footage that showed a fucking uh, Apache helicopter shooting down whatever the fuck those rounds were, yeah, just ripping that, people apart that turned out to be reporters. The fact that they won't let you. Oh, these reporters? Yeah. The fact they won't let you show um, bodies coming home. Yeah. Like film, like, yeah, that was during the Bush administration. They stopped that. Photographing coffins. Because like, well, we want morale up. It's oh, like, because Life magazine could show the, the, the actual magnitude of those coffins. And yeah. You would freak the fuck out. If so then we should. And we should be allowed to freak the fuck out. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that would make you squeamish about the war. Yeah. Well, listen, we've already started this. We've got to get things done. And the best way to get things done is to keep the American public... Uh, well, um, the best the way things get things done is to have no one die. Yeah, but that's not going to happen because yeah. nobody wants to just give up their oil, son. So, yeah, so then we have to see those the things, price Those things paying. bother your ears when you have them on yeah. for a long time. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're a little tight. And you got, well, wear them for a long time. You might have to switch to something a little more light and comfortable. Like, um, they're great so. headphones, though. It's just, it yeah. seems like, like after about two hours, I start getting like... My ears yeah. feel like I have glasses bent. too. So Maybe we should hit against my put glasses. them. Oh, that's probably what it is. Yeah. Maybe we should just put them on and do a podcast until our ears bother us, and that'll be the way we stop podcasts. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> I just feel like this podcast was so negative in the beginning. I know. Let's talk about poop. All right. That's not. Let's talk about poop. Let's talk about my special. Can we talk about that for a minute? Sure. Well, the fact that we're all and you are too doing these self-release specials. Yeah. What do you think of all of that? It's beautiful. I mean, obviously, I'm a big fan of releasing content on the internet. I mean, yeah. This this whole podcast has changed all, all of our lives. Yeah. You know, not just my life; it's changed Joey's life, Duncan's life, your life, right, yeah. Bert's life, Brian's life, everybody's life. It's just it's a new thing, and the ability to release things online like that is it's amazing. Yeah, I don't think um, there's a better way to to get something directly to your fans. Yeah. The only issue is. Yeah. Um, I think that something like Comedy Central is awesome for getting you new fans. Getting the word out, yeah. 
Yeah, like you put a special out, but I think you could probably wind up selling your content to Comedy Central. Yeah, I think it's the well. ideal. You do it yourself, and yeah. then you, you know, sell, sell it to your fans. And six, eight months later, a year later, then you put it on our network, and then say, okay, anybody new wants to check this out, yeah, by all means. Yeah, and but the real thing is that you should own it. And you right, that's yeah. why you own it. Yeah. So you decide what gets done with it. And if yeah. Comedy Central wants to cut it up to, to all hell and say we're going to air it this way, you can be like, nah, yeah, nah, don't do that. Yeah, and you know, and you can always have it available in its full, yeah. un, unadulterated form on, and if on some your website. Fan wants and, to get it six years from now. Yeah. They can just get it instead of having to wait for a network to air it again. Yeah, and I love that it's only five bucks. Five bucks is perfect. You get a, a couple different downloads. You get to stream it. Mm-hmm. It's half super the price easy. of a movie. Yeah, super easy and Third. and it's good. And the the thing about. Um, these things is too. I'm I'm starting to treat it like uh, like an art project, and I, I get excited. Building so new, I get, you get excited new. about building a new one. I get excited about yeah. new, new subjects and new bits and putting things together, and I'm excited about taking this uh, you know hour I'm doing right now and tightening it up to like perfect form. Putting screwdrivers. I'm going to release this new bitch in July. I think. That's being a tape. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's um. Like uh, 15 months. The great way about this, too, is that you can do it on your own schedule. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be like, oh, I get some network today instead of saying now. Yeah. I mean, after your first special did so great on Comedy Central. Yeah. You wanted to do one like a year and a half later. Yeah, they didn't want me doing one a year later. Yeah. They wanted to wait. They wanted to wait three years. And you were like, but I'm ready. Yeah. And then you don't have to wait on anybody else's schedule. Well, I think I understand it from their point of view. I you know, it. they only have so many hours in a mm-hmm. week, and you know, why should they put out another one of my specials? You know, even yeah. if it's good, why are they doing that? Maybe if I had one of their shows, like if I was then on a Comedy Central more. show, and they were, it would help. You know, cross promote. Yeah, but I don't, so it doesn't really help them. Yeah, you have this other dissemination vehicle. But that would be cool too. I'll do a couple of these on my own, and then a year later, I'll go to Comedy Central and say, "Hey, you know, you guys want to do another?" And then maybe I could do one there, and then I'll do I'll do it both ways. Do yours on your own you too, know? and then give it to them later. Yeah, or do it on my own and sell it to them. Uh, you know, it's HBO it's or just wherever. everybody wants content. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a beautiful thing to be able to put out shit online like that. Look at you! You wore a nice shirt and everything. It's a button down. It's a nice version of me. Don't play any of his material, man. You'll ruin it What's for everyone. What's the trailer? Um, the best yeah, thing about it, and I don't know how much you did stuff on uh, on TV before, but nobody tells you what to say. Oh, yeah. I love that. Well, you know what? That nobody happened to me with Talking word. Monkeys in Space, too. Really? Yeah, because oh, yeah. I was under the Zufa umbrella. And I so they told you? All, I did it all through the UFC. We, we produced it. So you were allowed to do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, because right, it was right, right. on Spike. It was on Spike TV, and you know, back when the UFC oh, was cool. dominating Spike TV, they were Spike. Yeah, I mean, Spike was like they were like our good friends, and you know, it was really easy yeah. to do a special with them. They they had already seen me do stand up a hundred times because when we would do these shows, like Spike guys would come to the fights. Yeah, so it was um, it was super easy. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I was, was stoked about it. Yeah. It was uh, it was really easy to do that. So uh, the the spike thing we also did it like aired after uh, a UFC. So that was awesome. Oh yeah, so it followed. Yeah, it's it like followed a perfect UFC. follow. Yeah, it was it was massive. It's a good idea. Like it's that like, show with that Wayans. Yeah, it was like 1.7 million people watched or something. Wow. Like that. Yeah. Did you see a bump in turnout like after that? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Because a bunch of new people found out you were. A comic. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of people just didn't even know if I was any good. You know, it's like right. like there's a, we've seen a lot of people that are on TV that do stand up, and then you go see them, and you're like, oh, this is like clunky, yeah. shitty stand up. Yeah. 
you know, th- that I've been doing stand up for that long. You know, a lot of people like I was like I could have been a beginner, like they weren't sure. But I was lucky yeah, no that yeah. I was, you know, I'd been doing it for long enough that it would actually it would make sense to go see and pay money for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if like, Jeff Probst was uh was like yeah. I'm a comic, I'd be like, mm, and then what's you go, gonna be well, like? maybe, but then you go see him if it was like we've. I don't want to. I'm trying. I the reason why I'm awkward with my words here is I'm trying to dance around the, the exposing. Anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to be nice, but when you, I think uh, as a stand up comic, you need like <laughs> yeah, ten nice. years. <laughs> Yeah. You need ten years until you're really a comic. It takes at least that long, or close to it. There's a range. On. I'm sure some people are yeah. six, some people are fifteen, but that's like yeah. the average. I could see that. To be able to put out like an hour special, really, ten years is probably pretty smart. It's probably a good amount of time to to, to get your shit. First, together. you told me this early on. You're like, I don't do shit for my first few years. All yeah. I do is Arnold. That's the only thing that still lasted. Just a yeah. quick saver joke. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but the rest is all gone. So it's like you're just learning ability. Yeah, you're learning how to get laughs. Hold the mic. How yeah. to, you know. It's really important for young guys. I always tell people, like, those clunky jokes that, you know, everybody mm-hmm. has an act where, um, I mean, I don't know, not everybody, but a lot of comics, they have an act where they have this, like, a couple killer bits, and they have a few bits that are just left over from yeah. the old days. I'm like, you got to get rid of those. No, those are like no them, good. They're, good they're dangerous. They're dangerous because, like, when you have like a really shitty joke, yeah. like that that shitty joke is uh, is an echo of your lack of proficiency in the early parts of your career, and you're sort of repeating that echo. And why do you still have this? You got to abandon that. Yeah. You, you got to abandon that and sort of, you know, f- fill in that time with your new perceptions. Fill in that time with your new. So if you have some old yeah. shit that's still stuck in there because it's like a tool that you're used to using. That's why I like this, this, this uh, you know, a special year, year and a half. It's yeah. almost like, hey, this is what I'm going through in now. 2012. Yeah. It that's passive-aggressive. That's what I, that was, was happening in my life in 2012. How much did it force you to actually sit down and write things? Because I know you actually got an office. So, yeah, well, I, I use the office a lot. Uh, I use it sometimes. And I start going on the road a lot, and then I just couldn't use it as much. Right. Back for two days or whatever, and I wouldn't go over there. So you stopped using it? Yeah, but I just, what it made me really do is be real cognizant of, like, not wasting a comedy store set, right? Not just like oh, I'll just run it, run it, run run some lines I've already done before. It's like work on something, right? What are right, you doing right. here? Because yeah. you got to build five minutes this month. You got to yeah. have five minutes this month. So where are you going? You know? Yeah. yeah. Um. So I had kept that marker in line. So because you can get so complacent so easily. Like mm-hmm. hey, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. And then all of a sudden, three years pass and you're still doing the same material. Yeah. You know, easily. it goes a month and two months, then yeah. years. And then yeah, there when you, you are. force yourself to, and George Carlin, I mean, everybody really owes it to him. He was yeah. the only guy that ever was doing that. He was doing it every year. That's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. But why not? Why not go through it? Like, ever, Picasso had his blue period, you know? It's like you'll see the development of a person as a human through their material. Well, what you got to realize at a certain point in time is that you are the only person who can put out Ari Shafir material. So mm. if someone's an Ari Shafir fan, you're the only way <sighs> that they can get that experience. If they enjoy watching you and they, they go, oh, I saw Ari Shafir and the way he made me feel, boy, I became a fan. You know, when you become a fan of somebody, it's like you want more fucking content from that yeah. person. And the reality is if you go to see a guy and you go to see him six years later and he's doing the same act in the same order, you're not going to be a fan anymore. In the same order. It's, we've all seen it. So regimented. Years. I don't want to say any names again, but 
but I was watching this uh, Showtime thing, or it might have been Showtime, one of those networks, and it was stand-up comedy, and there was a guy that I knew on it, and I'm like, this motherfucker did not just do that bit. (sighs) He was doing that bit 15 years ago. Showtime needs to get better specials. They need to invest in a better type of comedy. But they have such good fucking shows. They have such good shows. Yeah. The Weeds and, 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 and California Cave, they have cool shows. So why are their specials dog because shit? Because it's got to be a different guy in charge of that. But they're not all dog shit. They put Stanhope's on. Stanhope's, um, they I'm put sure they'll get it right too. here or there. They put my uh, 2005 one on. Really? I just want to tell you, it wasn't dog shit. No, you're right. But, but just a lot of what they put on. <laughs> I just want to tell you right now. Um, a lot of what they put on is Didn't they so put Cat bad. Williams on? Did they put Cat Williams on? Or is it um, I don't know. Cat Apocalypse? Or is that HBO? Yeah, I think so. No, I think it was Showtime. Was it Showtime? I think it was Showtime. All those... The Greeks of comedy and the, is pretty good. and the and the, like the theme shows that Scott Montoya puts out oh, or whatever. Greeks it's like, of comedy. Like, oh, oh, I'm talking about that theme. stuff should never make it to the air. They should be illegal. They should be Those illegal. Theme shows. Hey, we're all Chinese. Get, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, you assholes. Hey, we're all from Spain. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, they they try to get me to do the the all Guinea shows. They used to do they really? the store. I was like, oh, yeah. bitch, are you crazy? First Night of a Thousand Guidos? Yeah, first of all, my last name is Irish. Okay, I'm yeah. only three quarters Italian. And second, of, second of all, I'm, n- I'm not sharing the stage with these cunt bags just because we I both hate have Mediterranean shows, origins. They all end up doing the same jokes. Yeah. Because it has to be about all the Arabs or all the. Oof. So they all end up telling, well, I'll do an Arab accent. With my Get mom. Get out of the way. <laughs> Get it out of the way. And then Tripoli goes on to those shows and is like, I'm just going to talk about fucking chicks and cars. Yeah, and they're they're like, like, we they love what? him. Yay! What? He's so much different. <laughs> Tripoli, I love that guy. He's so silly. Yeah. Hey, have you heard about this UCB stuff? What? What's going on? The paying, no paying. Oh no! What's happening? Well, I am revolt. Three quarters of the way through that book about the comedy store strike in '79. So yeah, when, tell me about that book. What is it called? It's amazing. Um, the the day, not the day the laughter died. It was um, I'm dying up here. Yeah. Was that what it was? I think so. I'm dying up here. Yeah, it was just about a guy who was embedded with them, a journalist who was embedded with them. Yeah. With the, the 40 comics that were around at the time and how they started getting pissed that um, a lot of them couldn't afford food. Yeah, that was a, an interesting story. So Tom Dreesen was, uh, was, uh, was only a Laugh Factory comic now, I guess, but he was making like a few hundred grand a year. They showed where people came from, too. Like, you know, he came from Chicago, I think, working clubs there. So he got to the store, got in, like a few hundred grand a year, and then they all did a New Year's show. Two sold-out shows in the OR, maybe one in the main room. And this kid, one of them who was on that New Year's show, uh, they all went to Canners late at night every night. And he was like, hey, can I borrow $5 for, for an omelet? I don't have any money. And he was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. But then he was like, fuck, how can you not afford an omelet? That doesn't make any sense. You just did a sold-out New Year's show. But the comics weren't getting paid anything. The waitresses got paid. The, fucking, the people who cleaned the toilets got paid. The comics didn't get paid anything. And that UCB right now, it's just coming out. It's like they're not paying. They're packed every night, and they're charging $5 cover charges, and the comics don't get, don't get anything. They don't get anything. Yeah. Why don't they get anything? I've heard one stance is like, well, it's a showcase. It's really a popular club, and you, you, if you don't like performing here, same thing as you know, other reasons. It's not a good reason. If you don't like performing here, then don't perform. You know, if you don't like the exposure you're getting. But it's like, yes, I am getting exposure. Exposure you're getting. UCB has people going to it. Yeah, but you're selling comedy. But it's like, I would get that exposure if you charge zero. So the fact that you're charging five shouldn't. And how about, don't you like that these awesome comics, that Zach Galifianakis will show up at your club? Don't you like that? Yeah. You get something out of that, so give them 20 bucks. 
Yeah, it's a totally unfair way to look at it. The idea that you're getting exposure, so you should work for free. That's so. And that the club is not getting anything. Yeah, well, that was the store's argument. The store's yeah. argument was always that the store is the star and that you should be happy that you're performing at the store. Like, I had this conversation with them about that once. I go, listen, I go, you guys have a box with a microphone in it. Yeah. And you know what you sell? You sell what we think up. That's yeah. what you sell. And if we're not there and we're not performing, guess what? You have no show. Yeah. And no one's going to buy your fucking $20 Heineken's because that's, that's not how it works. It's <laughs> not how it works. You're, you're, you're confused. No one's going there and saying, oh, my God, this is amazing, unless you're giving tours of the place. Well, if you're giving tours of the place, that's the only, the only Don't value. Don't kick any of that back. The value Absolutely. is in the history of yeah. the place. That's it. But when, you're showing, when you have shows, you, you're not, no one's going there because it's this awesome yeah. old place. They're going there because it's this awesome old place that has fucking Absolutely. comedy. And the deal is, it's like no one's saying the comics. No comics are saying we want all the money um, no. because the, the club does offer you something. Yeah. It offers you that box. It does, and it offers you a, a workout yeah. room. But it's a mutually so beneficial. So there's some agreement. level of split, and it shouldn't right. be zero. It shouldn't be zero. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind it being zero when I was making a lot of money at uh, on no, TV shows. That's and your I choice. Was working out there. That's your choice yeah. to keep my money. But it was my choice to help promote the club and uh -huh. keep it going because I realize, as a comic, I need a place like that. It's and we all need. It and I, it helps as long as that place was open and it was we could go on stage, it was good for all of us. Yeah, so I felt like it's what you have, what you should do is do you realize they weren't they weren't making millions of dollars, they were struggling. So yeah. I'm like, well, I'll help, barely I'll help because I like years. it. Yeah, they were barely staying in business, so I'm like, I'll help because I can. Yeah, so it's the, it was the right thing to do, yeah. but the wrong thing to do is to think that you owe them that. And that somehow or another you should work for free. You don't and like that it. Somehow or another else. you're getting exposure. Like your whole thing is selling comedy. Well, they said also it was like it was a workout at the time the store, not the UCB, but at the time the store. They said that's a workout room. They don't want it to be about you, you're paid for comedy, so you have to feel like you have to do something. But well, then, then they, they should said, put it in Pasadena. Well, but then they said that this. They said um, Boozler, Elaine Boozler, who was like the one girl comic at the time. Was uh, which I gotta watch some of her old stuff because the way they make her seem in this book, like she was like pretty legit. She was legit, and I don't yeah. really know any of her material. She was legit. It's a different really? time, but yeah, she was definitely legit. But she said, she said, well, wait a minute. I've heard Mitzi say no to somebody because they were too experimental. So how can somebody be too experimental and also be a workout club? Well, worse off than that. I mean, no one. It's not a workout club because it was constantly visited by yeah, agents and managers. managers. They said no one would dare and try so new you, material. Yeah, there. you didn't really work out because if you ate yeah. dick up there, that could be You're the time that someone show. saw you mm -hmm. and you would bomb. Whereas, like, if you go to a place like Pasadena, like you could try out some shit out there because most likely it's twenty minutes outside of L.A. You yeah. wouldn't get agents or Irvine or something. Now like that. it's actually the exact opposite, and one of the most invaluable tools I have. Is Tuesdays and Wednesdays at the comedy store. You don't even have Tom and the talent coordinator there. You know, it's early in the week, so nobody really cares, and it's like full impunity to bomb. You know, with with full impunity, you can just go. You can just be bad, right? And it won't, not that you're trying to be, but like there's no stakes for failing, so it allows you to try some shit. And it's empty. Yeah, there might be 15 people there. Yeah. You know, so it's like. I'm going to work on some things right now. By the way, that's ridiculous. What? There's 20 million people in L.A. and oh, they yeah. can only get 15. That is some of the most incompetent shit in the history of the universe. Yeah. The way they run that fucking place. The, the improv's so are better. The improv's a bringer show every night. Well, well, listen, it's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. But even on the bringer shows of the improv, they'll still get a crowd. Yeah. You know? They surprise me sometimes on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. The last few years have been a lot better. We could organize. I mean, I think 
we do it every time we do uh, shows at the Ice House. You know, yeah. we we pack the Ice House on a Wednesday night at 10 p.m. show, and we have 200 people stuffed into that place. We do it all the time. If we organized and you know had like a place where everybody where worked everybody went. out at a regular basis and and split the the revenue with the comedians, figure out a weird revenue a, a GM yeah. and split yeah yeah just figure out okay. This what is how much does it cost to keep open? Which is cost this aside. much? Air conditioning costs this yeah, much. Yeah, it costs this much to buy food. So let's also let's set this aside and then let's figure out how much profit there is and then let's split it all. Let's figure out a way to make it legit where yeah. you know the comics it, it benefits them to work there. But that'd be it, a utopia. Yeah, it w- I think that's possible. I think an artist's utopia is possible. So much competition to get into a club like that. Yeah. Well, there's already competition now. I mean, yeah. I've had people. There was a dude who waited in line at the fucking ice house. Waited in line, you know, because I always take pictures with people afterwards. A guy was a comic. Waited in line to the very end. I told you, and he asked yeah. me how he, how he gets on the show. I'm like, you don't, you don't. That's you got to be buddies. my friend. You know, I don't know you. Yeah. Some dude who's just started to do comedy. You can't just like get in here. These are sold out shows, and there's seven of us. You know, and there's you're dealing with Greg Fitzsimmons, Brian Callen, you, Joey Diaz. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're murderers, murderer after murderer. Like you can't just slide in there with your shitty five minutes on donuts and cops. Yeah, you know? exactly. Say so I want to be on, but all they see is themselves. Like, yeah. I, but I want it. Right. You're know, like, I know, but that's not yeah. enough. Would well, you remember that feeling, man? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. You remember that feeling when you just you were so delusional. I'm you just good enough. To get on stage. I'm good enough. Why can't I get on? Because it's got nothing to do with that right now. Yeah. And some of them you talk to, and you just know they suck a dick. Peter Chen used to do that. He used to complain about oh, yeah. not getting on stage. Oh, yeah. He goes. But I've been there for 10 years. Yeah. I was like, but Bob Oshak doesn't get spots either. He goes, but he only been there eight years. I've been there 10 years. So me, and I'm like, oh, you're, well, you're talking about point. a crazy person, though. You are missing the point. Peter Chen was the only guy that I boy, I, I actually hosted open <laughs> mic night <laughs> to keep Peter Chen from hosting it one night. Because McGuire was hosting. Yeah, because Chris my McGuire. friend Chris McGuire was going to, he was going to audition for Mitzi. Head writer of The Burn. And I knew that if this fucking... If this guy was hosting it, I'm like, McGuire's going to have no chance because there's going to be no show. It's going to be just death. He's such a terrible, terrible comedian that if he was hosting it, there's no way yeah. he would generate any laughs. <laughs> it would set the tone for the entire night. No one would be having fun. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be good. So at the height of Fear Factor. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Joe Rogan hosted the open mic at 7 p.m. Yeah, brought yeah, up was, all the open mics all day. All the yeah. employees. It was pretty rad for us. It was as fun. an employee. We're like fucking Joe Rogan is hosting tonight. What the fuck? It was fun to do, and it worked. Chris got passed. You know, it's like he never got any. Did he really fucking that, spots yeah. though? It was like one of those things where he wanted him to just hang out and call in. Like you pass them, and then you, they don't really use them. You know, you know how it is in the yeah. store. The store wants you there. You got to hang out. You got to be a part of the furniture. Dude, I, I, you used to fucking, I used to love that when you hung out on, on employee nights on Sunday or Monday. I loved it too. I used to love hanging out there. We would do, we'd do a, a night where everyone tried to do each other's material. <laughs> All the employees would do it, like we'd have to pick out of a hat. Yeah. How luck does he, who you get? Yeah. I remember and I remember that. you watching and just laughing. Yeah. That was fun. Those are fun shit. Yeah, I remember, are, uh, what the fuck is his name? The dude who was really funny who doesn't do comedy anymore. Um, Peter Carpenter, Jim Painter. Jim Painter, yeah. yeah. Painter, yeah. What, he stopped doing comedy. Yeah. Man, he's another one where I was like, man, this guy's funny, man. He was He's going to make it. He's going to make it. He's he's solid. I'm like, I could see this guy just crushing Attell style on the road. And then for whatever reason, it's it, it's a very delicate thing that that makes a comic 
Especially this for a few years. Figure out his way through. You're not you getting know? any validation. It's the only reason yeah. you're doing it is for validation. I always wonder, like, what is it about, like, certain comedians? Robert Williams, yeah, Robert what, Vargas? Keeps him around. What, what is it about certain comedians that just, like, really crack through? And what is it about certain comedians? Like, you know, I always talk about Reggie McFadden and how mm-hmm. brilliant Reggie McFadden was in the 90s. Yeah. You know, and then I, I ran into uh, Kevin Hart the other day uh, in my neighborhood, actually. It's the first time I ever met him. Super nice guy. Yeah. Super nice, super cool, super friendly, like really genuine. Like you could tell, like right away, like r- really cool. Guy. Heart. Yeah, and he can't, you can't be any bigger than that guy. Yeah, he's like Dan Cook was when he was at his peak. That's where Kevin Hart is right now. Maybe even a little bigger. Possibly. Yeah. Pyrotechnics. Yeah, he, maybe even a little bigger because he's doing comedy movies. Like, they're doing movies of his stand-up, and he's doing legit movies that are actually funny, whereas Dane Cook's movies were all dog shit. Yeah. He just did dog shit movie after dog shit movie. I mean, I think he did, None like, he really played great. a serial right. killer once that was probably Kevin pretty Costa good. Movie. I heard it was pretty good. I heard that, too, but I, I don't know. I didn't see it, but I saw a couple of them that were, like, they were, like, it was almost like the the aliens were trying to replicate human beings <laughs> yeah for the it's like invasion of the body snatchers which by the way i watched the other day That's scary. i watched two versions i watched one of them from the 1950s which was really weird yeah and then uh, i watched the other one from 1978 with donald sutherland which was fucking awesome really it was really good it totally holds yeah. up yeah did you see do you remember it yeah yeah, it really holds up. Really? That's cool. Yeah, it's Some totally. of those 70s horror movies, because it's so grainy that it lends itself, since it's old, yeah. to, to, to be more legit, as opposed to a special effects movie, it makes it less legit. Well, I watched it with oh, Mrs. Rogan, legit. and we were like, wow, this is really interesting. It's like, it's such a different style of film, like the way they did. Jeff yeah. Goldblum is in it. I forgot really? Jeff Goldblum is in it. Yeah, he's so young and skinny. It's really weird. He's like see, a pencil. It's I like weird. seeing those guys that were stars for... for you know, a billion years, and you see them when they, when they started. Yeah, like the girl from Sex and the City when she was in L.A. Story. Yeah, the horse face one. Yeah, and you're like, how is she famous? You see them in their first roles. You're like, oh, I get it. When you yeah. were a young, fucking rambunctious, twenty six year old, and you look fucking great. Yeah, you know, you're like, I totally get it now. You yeah, just kept going. well, Kim Cattrall, the the slut in the yeah. Sex and the City, when she was young, she was unbelievably hot. She was still pretty hot at fifty. Ew. I fucked her at 54, and it was it was great. No, I'm sorry, that girl. Do you know anybody who did? No, I know. No, uh, well, maybe I should stop. Well, you can just change the names to protect the innocent. <laughs> but then it wouldn't be as fun. Well, tell me what you got going on. I don't know what you're telling. Well, about. I know someone who boned like an 80s humongous star. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, who's the star? That's the problem. I, sh- I don't know if I should say even like that. Why she not? Still comes around once in a while. Oh, okay. Don't say it. Then. Yeah. Oh, I know who it is. Yeah. How big a star? Pretty big. Yeah. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Damn, this doesn't help the podcast. I'll tell you who did it, though, and you can all pressure him into telling you. who is it? Nick Yusuf at Nick, Y-O-U-S-S-E-F-F. I like Nick Yusuf. Ask him who he's boned. He's a good man. Maybe he'll tell us. Yeah, maybe. But is he still hitting it? Is that what it is? No, no. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. But how old is this young gal now? Can we play a game? Can we guess? Can you can you uh, give <laughs> this us some is hints? So wrong. Hold on a second. Let me do the math in my head. If I'm she allowed likes, to like, she likes. I know this means pieces. it's coming out if we do this. So hold on. <laughs> Let me think about this. The math in your head of whether or not you can get in trouble. Yeah, whether or not this is not cool or is okay. Well, there's nothing wrong with a little sex, unless uh, that's an excellent point. She's not supposed to do that because it's totally cool on everybody's yeah. part. I mean, it's not like okay. Nick let's, play the, like let's play the guessing game. She likes Reese's Pieces. She, what is? I'm assuming yes. I don't. No idea. Let me get her um, Wikipedia page. Um, 
Hmm. <laughs> Does she have a lot of stuffed animals in her closet? She, I don't know. What the, I, 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 it's not my sister. Um, there's, uh, by the way, while we're on the, on the way to doing this, uh, I talked to you about. Uh, She's 51 now. Okay. What, what, what does she do? She's in a lot of music videos. She's a singer. Paul Abdul. He fucked Paul Not Abdul. Not a singer. Did he fuck Paul Abdul? Not a, no. He wouldn't okay. fuck a Jew. Oh, Paul no. Abdul's a Jew? <laughs> yeah, she's just the good, the Syrian kind. Like the really the good. good kind? The what does that kind. mean? The hot like, They kind. don't look. Really? Sephardic Jews, they look more like Persian. Like um, Israelis. Israelis Israelis Jews. have a lot more Sephardic Jews. Yeah. But there's a lot of Ashkenazi Jews there. But yeah, they're, they're all intermingled. Now Ashkenazi. Did I tell you what my dad did? word. But some somebody since he's Ashkenazi, he uh, him and his friend put somebody in the hospital for dating his sister, some Sephardic guy. Oh my god! Because no fucking Sephardi is gonna date my sister. What? Yeah. Him and his wow. Yeah, they beat somebody the dad's up. Dad's a douchebag. Yeah, I tell him now. He's like, I know it was very stupid. I get. It. I'm like, wow. but you're both Jews. He goes, I get it. I know now. Wow. I was 16. How am I supposed to know? So there's a new thing called the Human Brain Project. Yeah. Check this out. And they are putting together all the existing known knowledge about the human brain. And they're trying to reconstruct the brain piece by piece in a supercomputer-based model and simulation. The project is actually the latest to be chosen by the European Commission to receive funding as a part of the FET flagship initiatives. So the cerebral challenge will be headed up by Switzerland's Eco polytechnique, whatever the fuck it is, and it's estimated to cost 1.19 billion euros. So what these guys are doing is they're they're essentially going to make an artificial brain. Wow. Wow. I mean, they're spending a fuck load of money, and uh, how many saying, euros? 1.19 billion. Is that the euros. only part of it? I want the. What th- that translates to dollars is $1.63 billion. Almost, uh, yeah, more than $1.5 billion. And it, they, what they're trying to do is uh, they're going to advance uh, robotics. And um, just, it's really crazy. It's a, a 10-year uh, project that's uh, a fifth of the time to require, I mean, to, to, required to uh, develop a, a space liner. Whatever the fuck that means. Oh, that's the other thing that they're trying to build. It's a, a space liner. They're, um, yeah, this is really crazy. It's, uh, they're going to be able to go from Europe to Australia in 90 minutes. Europe to Australia? Go, by going yeah, up? Up in space. Yeah. They're, what they're going to do is uh, the idea is you're going to be able to go supersonic speeds. Um, and you're, you're going to be able to do it just like the Concorde was doing it. But they're going to do it in space. But how long would it take you just to get to space? Um, I don't know. Like you have to. How does the space shuttle takes forever to get? Well, to space, they're saying it? you're going to be able to go from Europe to Australia and down in in just ninety minutes. Wow, that would make the whole world so much smaller. Yeah, they're fifteen mile. They're they're uh, fifty years out. They believe fifty five year so five zero. Mean, yeah, it's going to take a long time. I'll be dead. No, you won't. Hang in there, bitch. They're going to go one hundred and fifty thousand miles an hour. Stop and think about that. One hundred fifty thousand miles uh-huh. an hour. Uh-huh. That means you can go back and forth across okay. the United do, States. Do you know how fast we go now when you go in a plane? 500. Oh, 500. Yay! That's right. So stop and think about that. 500 to how much? 150,000 miles an hour. Man. 150,000 So if a plane right now would go twice as fast. 
Yeah. You would still have to go 150 times faster than that. The issue right now, apparently, the, the problem is creating a design that's capable of tolerating the heat generated at such speeds. Oh, yeah, friction from the air. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. How does... And you know what? People are still going to bitch about the seats. Motherfucker, lean the seat back into me. I'm going 150,000 miles an hour. I can't use out. my fucking laptop. We're developing this. Going 150,000 miles an hour. I want to use a space. fucking laptop. You <laughs> fucking cocksucker. I'll kick your seat. Oh, the TSA wants to check me for bombs when I go 150,000 miles an hour. How about let me wear my sneakers? I got a medical condition, you fucks. <laughs> this is pretty crazy shit, man. I mean, we, we're, we're, we're getting a glimpse at the future. And when we say 50 years, we go, oh, well, that's so far away. Well, is it, is it really? Think about 1960. 1960 was 50 years ago. Well, they look at all these natural disasters, you know, these tsunamis and stuff, and people mm -hmm. are like, oh, you know, that's terrible, but, you know, shit happens or whatever. And they're like, no, no, this happens every 80 years. Yeah. So all we do is we all die off, and then the next generation comes in, and we're like, oh, we could never see this happening. It's yeah. like, yeah, it will continue to happen. Yeah, they forget. So quit building up the port or figure out a wall system. Well, there's nothing you can do. If you you have to choose to just roll the dice and the thing of that, building these breakers, like oh, a, out in the uh, yeah. way out, yeah. so it would take like cause some flight, but nothing like nothing damaging at all. I think that was the idea behind Atlantis. Um, and then it fell. Yeah. Well, the the rising sea levels too. You know, sea levels change radically over time, um, especially with the. I mean, there's no There's absolutely some evidence that points to global warming in some way or shape being affected by human beings absolutely but even if we didn't affect it 10 minutes even if we didn't affect it they've been the the, the temperature of the earth has varied throughout yeah, it history, changes like, greatly like the dinosaurs when the they were size of the universe opens and closes it does like a balloon well whatever the, the, the you know the fucking sun's gonna burn out and destroy yeah. us all anyway one day five billion years from now according to uh, our pal near degrasse tyson Niels had some amazing Super Bowl quotes the other day while the, the people Power were uh, – Well, he was tweeting Super Bowl stuff, but yeah. it was like cool His fucking science yeah. Super Bowl stuff. Yeah. I, I, should, uh, I should pull some of them up because they were fucking awesome, man. Let me find it. He's, what is he, N. Tyson on Twitter? Neil Tyson on Neil Twitter? Neil Tyson. And by the way, everybody, in North Carolina, um, I'll be in Raleigh, North Carolina this weekend. So don't, you guys don't get my special until I'm there. Oh, why? Ever. Is it the same material? Well, I have like 20 different material, 20, 25 different. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? But they'll still be like 25. I'm insane. doing some gigs uh, just to fuck around, um, specifically to work on new new material. Like I've got a few lined yeah, up. Yeah, it's really smart. Yeah, I'm doing Zanies in uh, Nashville, which is a nice small club. I'm going to do that over a, a whole weekend. Uh, this weekend, um, me, Brian, and Joey Diaz are going to be in West Palm Beach, Florida, you fuckheads. Giant room. Yeah, it's giant. Humongous. It's awesome, though. It's a yeah. great, great room. And uh, tickets are selling very fast. It's almost sold out most of the shows. So That'll be cool. Get on that shit, freaks. I like these markers you have of, that your draw is getting better. Where like, you return to a place like in Calgary, we did that Jack Singer yeah. hall, and it was like we filled it up eventually. We got it filled up the first time. This time, two shows sold out in advance. Yeah, and it was like, wow, that's a clear sign of stuff getting better. You just sold out Montreal in like fifty minutes, didn't you, or something like that? I heard. <laughs> yeah, well, that was 150 a small, seats. small yeah. club. No. It's my friend Jimbo's club, because I was just there uh, a couple months ago, and I did a big theater. Uh, I did. Um, I forget the Metropolis. Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. A big ass fucking place. Like. 
couple thousand people. Yeah. So from that to to this is uh, I did uh, Jimbo's place because first of all I love Jimbo. Yeah, I've been working for that him. Club goes off. Yeah, it's a great little club. Eighty people in a, in a room that should seat forty. Yeah, it's, so it's like it's awesome. It's just such a great experience. It's it's great. And uh, it's going to be you and me, right? Yeah. We're doing it? Yeah. yeah. We're going to have It'll such a – It's going to be such a good time. It's going to be so fun. And it, the place couldn't be cooler. And the pub downstairs is amazing. Everybody who works here is cool as fuck. And a lot of the same guys that have been working there since the beginning of time. So let me – Oh, yeah, some, bartenders Some really of the cool. tweets, the tweets that uh, – he uh, he he wrote about uh, if gridirons were ti- Neil deGrasse Tyson wrote this if gridirons were timelines with the Big Bang at one goal and then from caveman to now would span the thickness of a single turf blade at the other goal. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Like you would go That's from the Big Bang are. through the entire football field and then one turf blade would be from caveman to us would be one blade of grass wow one tiny thing that you can't even see when you're looking at it yeah he's looking at the super bowl he's cool as fuck we'll have to get him back in here again and i promise you should have him no moon landing talk yeah well if if we could i I believe he's uh he's a new york resident but he's out here doing the new version of the cosmos which is going to be fucking amazing and he just hit a million twitters Twitter okay. followers. So follow him. It's Neil Tyson, N-E-I-L Tyson on Twitter. And you can follow Ari Shafir. And if you work for the TSA, you can give him a rash of shit. Follow no, no, him. don't TSA. A-R-I-S-H-A-F-F-I-R. I'm going to rethink this and I'm going to try to be calmer. F-F-I-R. He's going to be calmer. But uh, you can get Revenge for the Holocaust. This is the CD. Yeah. It's available right now. You can get them together. They have these bundles. So you can get a poster or the CD and, and the special oh, all together. Oh, beautiful. So you get two hours of juicy fucking juicy Ari Shafir material. Yeah. Go get some, you dirty fucks. And uh, if you want to see Juicy Red Band and Juicy Joey Coco Diaz, Palm this Beach. Is, uh, it's harder and harder to get Joey Coco Diaz to open for me, folks, because the dude is just blowing up. We still don't know if he will even show up. He's yeah. working a lot. <laughs> this podcast has done so much for all of us, but Joey is a fucking monster now. I mean, he's, he's really taking off like is crazy. It, is that this coming weekend you're in West Palm? Yeah, this coming okay. weekend. Can't wait, you fucks. And uh, yeah, if you bought my special recently on JoeRogan.net, it will be 100% new material. None of that material is on. I already have an hour and 20 minutes of new shit. Because I don't play, bitches, okay? I got an isolation tank in my basement. Your new stuff's really good, too. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm excited yeah. about it. There's a, my, there's a couple. Your new that, stuff's really good. That vegan bit's the favorite, my favorite bit I've ever yeah. written. My favorite is, you know, my favorite. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad. I'm so glad it's progressing. Well, you know, that, that is uh, partly in thankful to you because you reminded me of that bit. You know, oh, yeah. you like reminded like, me of that bit. That, I mean, actually, I got to give you 100% credit because I probably would have forgotten <laughs> You it. wrote it. Take some credit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, credit for its resurgence. Uh, but cool. but it's even good. But like it's that. even better now. Yeah, it's, it is. It's way better now. now. Yeah. The, the, the girl with uh, no vagina. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'll give something away. Yeah, folks, we're going to have some fucking fun. All right. And we will see you tomorrow night with our friend, the real Rick Ross. Because the, the, the real Rick Ross is not a rapper. I know you didn't know that, but you're going to know that. If you didn't know that already, he's a great guy. And we've got some cool shit to talk to him about. He's just he's a really interesting guy. He used to be a big-time drug dealer. Now he's a community activist and just a really cool, nice, sweet guy to talk to. And uh, I'm, I'm psyched to sit down and talk to him. And there's a dude out there using his name. That big, fat Rick Ross guy, the rapper, that guy's not, his not real, his real yeah. name is William Roberts. It's not Rick Ross. The real Rick Ross was a drug kingpin, went to jail for selling cocaine during the Iran-Contra scan. You know the Iran-Contra scandal? 
You know, yeah, you, yeah. Remember, you know how the, uh, the they were selling coke, yeah. and they were using the money to fund the, uh, the you know the the war, the Contras versus yeah. uh, the Sandinistas. That was Rick Ross. What do you mean? He's the one who sold the coke. He was the one who was selling the coke on the streets in L.A. Yes, yes. So like, he paid the government for guy. coke and then sell it. There was a middleman. He didn't realize it at the time, but it was his coke selling. I mean, he was selling millions of dollars. You're like, coke. where'd you get this? It's good stuff. He goes, funding I know. Co- you know, like covert operations overseas. He's amazing. A, he's stuff. a patriot, really. In a way. If you think we should have gone there. He couldn't even read at the time. It was amazing. He was making millions of dollars and he couldn't read. And went to jail and learned how to read and became a lawyer in jail. He's a wow. fascinating, fascinating guy. He'll be on tomorrow. All right, you dirty freaks. Passive and, aggressive. Uh, Please go out next and support week, alternative. Um there will comedy. be no podcast. I'm going what? I'm going out of town for the week. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the fucking Not I'm gonna allowed. go to the woods, my friend. Oh yeah. I'm gonna That's, find my ooh. space. I'm gonna go to Japan. I'm gonna meditate. But what I'm not going to do is step foot inside this place. I'm going to take a week off. Really? Right? So, yeah. Right, so, uh, so uh, I want you to take a week off and listen to all Ari's podcasts. And then I want you to find him on Twitter and yell at him and uh, tell him a, how awesome he is. I have a sports podcast called Punch Drunk with Tripoli and Tebow. And I have my regular podcast called Skeptic Tank. Suck it! All right. We will see you, dirty freaks, uh, tomorrow. Thank you to audible.com. Go to audible.com forward slash Joe and get yourself free 30 days and one free audio book. Books will make you smarter. Yes, they will, you freaks. And thanks to onnit.com. Go to O-N-N-I-T and use the code name Rogan. You will save yourself 10% off any and all supplemental products. All right. We'll see you freaks soon. And we love the uh, shit out of you. We love you more than you love yourself. Thank you for coming out to see us. Get it together, bitches. Bye.